Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Beyond the Map, the weekly Sonic podcast where we bring the latest in news, reviews, rumors, and all the buzzes going on in the world of professional wrestling that is not TNA. I am your host, as always, DM, and this week I am joined by Strata. Hello, hello, from a damn cold Sweden. We have the record, we had a record cold night last night. It was, I shit you not, my friend, minus 30 degrees Celsius. Minus 30, 30, 30, 30 yes. degrees Celsius. In Fahrenheit, yes. that is, I think, zero. Is it below, is it below 50, what? Some kind. Uh, uh, it, it's cold. How about that? Uh, if, if you take 50 degrees in your, in Fahrenheit, that's cold. Correct? Uh, it's cold enough. It's cold enough, but this is minus 30. I mean, it's like, uh, when I walked out, my when the cold air hit my lungs, it felt like someone did a hadoken on me. It felt like I lost all energy. I was almost buckling to my knees, and I'm used to the cold. So this was cold. And <clears throat> stupid as I as, I have a bike and I ride my bike. And when I <laughs> rode the bike, <laughs> that's cold. When I came back, I was totally exhausted. I mean, I'm not exhausted by riding a bike. So you are. Minus 30 degrees Celsius. Uh, last night, yes. Now it's down to 16. So Oh, that, that's cold. better. Uh, yeah, those that's of better. you that use the metric system, that's minus 22. Yeah. Which means it's fucking cold. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's, you know, it's in, in certain parts of Russia, it's like minus 50 or 60. Yeah, that's like, right now you're at 3 degrees. Hmm. You're, you're at three degrees. We're right now at, I think, 52 degrees. Yeah, you are. No, which is 11 Celsius. So you're, like, fine at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, 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 and where you live, you have no winters. You have either warm and you have fall and you have and, – and it's still warm, whatever the time of year it is, correct? Well, you know, that's the funny thing. Um, everyone thinks that just because we live in a desert, it's hot all the time. This has been one of the weirdest winters we've ever had. It's been cold. Okay. And I mean, not negative 30 to Celsius, but like, it's been cold. Like, I've seen it hit close to 30. So you're wearing, a, like, a jacket outside or something? Uh, yeah. I've, uh-huh. I've been wearing a jacket to work since December. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's ice on the window, there's frost on the truck. It, it's cold. Oh. It is really cold. And I know 30 degrees Fahrenheit is just negative one Celsius for you, but yeah, <laughs> that's it's still pretty cold when you're used to having 50 and 60 degree winters. 30 is like, oh, shit. Mm. The hell is this? I, I, I said to me last time, when it, uh, I think yesterday, when it was to like minus 30 degrees, I wonder how poor old DM would have liked this weather. <laughs> you know, I... Uh... I, think you I think you wouldn't last. I think you would like, holy shit, I'm out of here. This is too, too much for me. You know, I can deal with the cold. I just yeah. don't know how long I could deal with that kind of cold because that is cold. Yeah, but um, you know, you're born in the East Coast. I mean, you're. I mean, the weather is in New York. The New I was York born. I was born during a blizzard, so that's why I'm yeah. naturally drawn to the cold. Whereas yeah. I live in the hottest fucking state in the world. Yeah, that cold made your cold hard 
dude in yeah. size, no, dude. I, so. <laughs> I love the cold. I just I don't like when it's hot in Arizona. And you'll be hearing this in about a month and a half. When it's 110, you just, yeah. you just don't want to go outside. And you always hear, just go to the pool. No, you don't understand. It's 110 outside. You still <laughs> have to get to the pool. Yeah. No, it's it's not worth it. And that I think that hits. You could die it, before you get to the pool. Yeah, I think that hits in a month and during ju- June, July, and August. That's when you don't like Arizona. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just absolutely stupid. I gotta ask you before we start. Uh, how far is it from um, Phoenix to Tombstone, where you live, in miles? Uh it's a while. Okay, miles. I'm not sure. I know it's I'm driving. How, probably, how like, far? probably like two hours. Two hours, give or take, depending on traffic. All right, all right. That's not. I mean, that's not. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, there is a place in Arizona called Tombstone. Yeah, world famous Tombstone. Right now, there's someone looking it up, going, "Oh shit, there is." <laughs> uh, okay, we could top. It's uh, yeah. So, how's the week been, other than it being cold? Well, getting to work in this cold is not fun. I mean, it's like, uh, if you look at those who is uh, skiing, professional skiers, you know, around the world, the, you know, the Olympics and you're the world, the, the world, when you're skiers, skiers, you know, they, when they were in Val de Fien, uh, they were using respiratory masks because of the cold. You know, because they use a lot of energy and use a lot of air when they breathe, when they're skiing. And I felt, hmm, I'm maybe going to get that kind of a mask. Maybe I look like Bane when I arrive to work. <laughs> now you you can permission. imagine the cold. Yeah, now I can say, now you have my permission to die. <laughs> Hypothermia, bitch. Can, can you imagine that that was Tom Hardy, a Brit who was doing Bane, and, and that Tom Hardy guy is not that kind of a tall or big guy. And Bane is like uh, seven foot, I think, somewhat that, in the, in the Batman. Uh, well, Bane is supposed to be a luchador wrestler, and, yeah, and I knew they were going to go that route with... Um, Tom Hardy. With uh, Well, not with Tom Hardy, but I knew they were going to go that route with the Dark Knights trilogy because, you know, just look what they did to Joker and Scarecrow. Yeah, but he's not a small guy. Bane. No, but I knew he wasn't going to look like the guy from the comics. Exactly, but when he presses that button and gets that uh, mutagen or whatever you call it in, into him. I'm not sure if it's mutagen per se. No, but it's, it's something that poison or something that we have. In right the- now, Carl's listening back to this going, It's this, you fuckers! Yeah! God damn, haven't you learned anything? <laughs> so, so we, we Stop mutagen! <laughs> no! As long as you don't go into any Star Trek shit, I think it will be fine. Yeah, I, I can't win in a Then Star it will be Trek. really mad at us. Yeah, no, I, I'm not going to get involved in, in Star Trek. Um, a lot of people died this week, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, David Bowie is dead. Lemmy is dead. Lemmy died. Uh, well, he, well, he died over Christmas break, but um, uh, Snape from... Uh, Harry Potter died. I can't think of his name right now. Alan Snape. Rickman died. No, did Alan Rickman die? Alan Rickman is dead. Oh, no. Yeah, like every other day was oh, this person. Actually, no, like 40 people died like in the span of 24 hours. Like, what the oh. fuck is going on? 
Holy shit, how how old did Alan Rickman? Yeah, I, Alan Rickman, I think, was only in his 60s. Holy yeah. shit, what was the causes? I don't know the cause. Uh, pro- cancer, probably. Oh, God, he was so so talented actor. I mean, I, I just think him. the weird part was, on Monday, it was David Bowie died, and I go, oh, shit. And, See, then, Wednesday, and then Wednesday, they say, oh, well, Alan Rickman died, and I go... What? what the fuck is going on? Everybody it drops like flies. It's like first Lemmy dies, then David Bowie, now Alan Rickman. Uh, the guy from Ghostbusters is dead. Uh, the mayor, I can't think of his name off the top of the my mayor. head. And um, Angus Schriff. I don't know if you people know who he is, but he's the tall man from Phantasm. Ah, that guy. Yeah, so he's dead. And it's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> is oh, God oh, oh. so hard up for entertainers? Possibly. I mean, shit. When when I, I thought when when Lemmy died, I mean, I mean that guy, he cannot die. I mean, he's indestructible. I mean, he's like he's been going through everything. I mean, he him and Ozzy, I think, were the last two who's gonna survive a nuclear holocaust. Well, I actually think cockroach. I think Keith Richards will still be around. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> that guy is. He's proven that he cannot die. You know, you know, you know. The funny thing is that with Lemmy died, he. Uh, it was the, the drummer in the band, uh, the Swedish guy. And, um, he said something. He talked to Lemmy just before he died, and he was like, he was he was doing his shit. He was like uh, drinking his Jack Daniels, smoking, playing video games. But the guy had a tumor in his brain, a cancer tumor that couldn't be uh, operated on. So he said, uh, I had a great run. Fuck you. Fuck it. <laughs> and then he hang up. The-, the only other person that died, and this I think was on two, uh, Thursday, uh, Wayne Static, that's the guy who made Static X, uh, uh-huh. his wife, Tara, passed away. Uh-huh. It's like, Jesus Christ. Now, now I know a lot of people don't know her, <laughs> but this is again going like, well, Kurt Cobain died. And um, Courtney Love is is dead. In this case, okay. Courtney Love is still alive. And this and this chick passed. It's it's weird. Like so every maybe, day, someone famous died. It was in, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. And maybe 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 it it, it used to be wrestlers that going early, but now it, maybe God has chosen that. Maybe I hate entertainers. I go with them now. <laughs> you die. <laughs> maybe I switched. You know. We, we talked about early. Remember that year when all kinds of wrestlers died. I mean, week to week almost. And now it's like they've they've gone from wrestlers to celebrity people instead. Yeah, it's. We haven't had any wrestling deaths in a while now. So oh, we, we did have Dusty Rose. Not yeah, we have Dusty, but he, Rod Piper, he was, but yeah, those those guys were actually, you know. Professional wrestling got hit hard too. Nick Bockwinkle died, and yeah. um, Roddy Piper died. Dusty Rhodes died. It's so now it's they're done with wrestling. Now God is moving on to celebrities. Yeah, it, it's like first he started with Lemmy, then he went to David Bowie, and he goes, "Well, he's an actor and a songwriter. Let's go to another actor." And he went mm-hmm. to Alan Rickman. It's yeah. like holy shit, what is going on? You know what I like uh, that. After all, when uh, Cody had that Ziggy Stardust theme in his face, that paint, uh, that was a nice tribute to him. 
Speaking of uh, passing away, folks, and I, I'm not making this up. Those of you who don't know who Celine Dion is, um, her husband passed away, I think, on Thursday. Her yeah, brother he... just died. Oh, <laughs> I'm talking like <laughs> I just got the tweet right. No, I know you people are going DM tweets. Well, I have Facebook. Mm-hmm. Her brother just died, <clears throat> like five minutes ago, as we were talking oh. about this. I mean, I'm staying indoors. <laughs> the apocalypse has happened. What the hell is going on? And Vince McMahon is still walking around. Yeah, and he's 70. Yeah, holy yeah. crap, people. Uh, so, you, you can't digest one death. It's like, oh, David Bowie's dead. Oh, this person's dead. Oh, this person's dead. Oh, this person's dead. Like, holy shit, will you give us a minute? <laughs> Let us. When Lenny died, man, he just took everyone with him. Yeah, he said, "I had a great fucking run." Bye. Uh, apparently so. And I and Annette from the Mickey Mouse show is dead too. Or oh god, so you know, and you know, uh, I think it was Mick Foley who said this. Mick Foley's still alive. Yeah, Mick Foley's still alive. Mick Foley. I think Mick Foley said this on either on Twitter or on Facebook that. He wants the WWE to recognize Lemmy for his contribution to the WWF slash WWE for making music to them for Triple H. And uh, he wanted him to be in the celebrity wing of WWE. Oh, I know for a fact he's going in the celebrity wing. This year, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Without question, Lemmy is going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's done three songs for Mm -hmm. WWE, and they used Motorhead, I think, four times. Yeah, and the King of Kings uh, that he uses now is, is his theme. Uh, uh, by the way, let's talk about uh, short um, the Hall of Fame. What do you were su- did you were you surprised about Sting being the first in that? Well, team? we'll get to that in just a second. So why don't we get actually into yeah. the news of the week? Yeah. All right, so this is the top story. We were just talking about it, and it's the top story because <laughs> it's, that's all we have. Yeah. Uh, WWE had announced Sting's induction into the Hall of Fame. Now, before you people go, it was supposed to be fucking Undertaker. What the fuck is this shit? Yeah, I can, too. Give it time, because... There's still time. Uh, PW Insider reports that he's been a plan for a while. Ric Flair is expected to be the individual who will induct him. That makes sense. The 2016 Hall of Fame ceremony takes place April 2nd at the American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas. So, uh, Sting is going into the Hall of Fame. Kind of weird that they're doing it in Texas. I figured they would have waited until they went to California. But I think their WrestleMania is so... Far booked venue wise, it might have been another five years. So you know, it would make sense if it was taking place in California because they're building a new arena outside, uh, outdoor arena in the Hollywood area of uh, Los Angeles to make place for the new football teams. They're moving, yeah, you know, the Raiders. Chargers and uh, what was the other Chargers team and that? the Raiders, they're, they're and all... the Rams from the St. Louis becomes the L.A. Rams again. Yeah, because why not, yeah. right? Yeah, why not? It's a mid, it's a big market, uh, and that would be in the perfect place to induct this thing because he's from the he's from Venice Beach, I think. 
of uh, Well, he's billed from Venice Beach. I don't yeah, know if, if he's from Venice Beach. I always thought he was from Florida or okay. Minnesota or something. But um, I think I think I don't know his full you know biography. But staying in the Hall of Fame, you know, I I yeah, He's I agree. He, time. he belongs in the Hall of Fame. He absolutely does, and this completely overshadows TNA Hall of Fame that we won't talk. About. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. By the way, TNA. Uh, let let me tell you a funny story. You know Bram, the guy who was arrested, and his contract was. Uh, well, didn't they fire him? Yeah, he's back and did what? They hired him back? Yes, and let, let's do this more. Did you know, on live TV, did you know, he grabbed the mic and he said, I haven't seen this, but I've heard it through the grapevine. He said, this is going to be my year, the year of 2006. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right on, on Fosha Mania. Yeah. And they're all, it's 2015. You are 16, you asshole. You missed there. You missed by ten years. Oh, so. yeah! I thought that was last year. I didn't know that was that happened recently. I thought that was before. Yeah, and they started. He's, you know, he he used to date Ashley Charlotte. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. But I think he's, <laughs> I think he's still um, trying to put a bug up her ass. Uh, I think he's still trying to get back to her. What I've heard. Uh, didn't, he, didn't he used to abuse her for some reason? I think he did, like, attack her a couple years ago. Yeah. I think we reported on it, too, but... Yeah, we did it last last year. <laughs> it may have been before that, too. I, it's It's been a while, but staying in the Hall of Fame, I agree yeah. with it. Um, I have no problems with him being in the Hall of Fame whatsoever. Hall of Fame. I, like, he's fucking Sting. He, he, he is... Whether you watched WCW or didn't, you knew who Sting was. He is just one of those guys that you you just knew. Which, which one were your favorite Sting? The eighty Sting or the Sting that we see now? Uh, and see, that's it, hard. That's really hard because that's like saying, well, which Taker did you like better? The, mm-hmm. uh, the original Taker or the new Taker? It, it's really tough. We were growing up with the with the the, the sting with the blonde short. Uh, how do you call that the hairdo? Uh, the crew cut or what do we call it? Uh, sting was essentially the Hulk Hogan meets the Ultimate Warrior in WCW. Then he became yeah. the Undertaker of WCW, and and a lot of people called him a rip off. But I go, no, he is a completely original character. Even though they ripped him off from the Crow, mm. but you know, a couple of years late. A couple years late, but you know what? It, yeah. it worked, and I think he's one of those guys that belongs in the Hall of Fame. And I know a lot of people are belly aching that it should be the Undertaker, but take it easy. He's this may this may prove that Taker still got some time left. Maybe you know, uh, may you know, but we talked about Sting here uh, when um, Sting was competing in the NWA Mid Atlantic. You know the matches you were watching. Uh, with him and uh, Flair, for instance, uh, Vader, uh, he had he had a, he had great matches with almost everyone, and the matches were very good to watch. I mean, they were interesting. You were into the matches in when he was competing in WA uh, Mid Atlantic, and um, and Jim Ross called the matches, I think, too with. Tony Schiavone, I think. Ah, anyway, but the, the I like Sting from the from the. I was you you and me. We were growing up from the eighties to watch the golden era of wrestling. 
correct? Oh yeah, I grew yeah, up um, watching. I would. You couldn't really channel surf as much as you thought in the eighties because you had to have the television station to watch. But you when catch I catch NWA, if I, I caught some NWA, I caught more so WCW mm-hmm. um, because that was when a Ted Turner, when Ted Turner or what was that when uh, Ted Turner bought it. That's when I was able to get better access to it. Mm-hmm. I was born right at the almost right at the end of the territories. You had NWA, which was about to be WCW. You had WWF. I think you still had. Uh, what was it? The Superstation. What were you called? That bot. Yeah, it was the Superstation, but uh, I was at the tail end of that territory era. And Around 88, 89. And when you're in New York, you're only going to get one station, and that's, let's face it, the WWF. So seeing WCW with NWA was hard enough. Moving down further south, by then, Turner had already bought the company and made it more mainstream. Wrestling. It, yeah, it became a wrestling show. And yeah. That's where my education in the WCW really started to, you know, take shape, and then I knew who Sting was and all that stuff. The funny thing is that I liked WCW before Ted Turner got his grips on it. The wrestling, and I hate when people say this, the wrestling in WCW was really, really good. It was the writing that sucked. Yeah. You know, that was the problem, was they just, they did not have competent writers who... Didn't, they didn't know anything about wrestling, and it was just, well, let's just do this, 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 and this. And the wrestlers did the best they could, but... I think only booked. Right. Well, didn't, didn't only... Oh, a lot of people booked WCW. Dusty, Dusty, for in, Dusty booked a lot of good uh, stuff from uh, WCW. I think in, in NWA, before they turned into WCW, around, I think, with the period from... You know, when they had the first... Uh, the first, um, what was that? War Games, you know, during that era. That was some good shit. And Dusty booked them all, I think. Uh, well, he booked most of them, I, I Yeah, and, and, and it's, it was good stuff. I mean, you know, the American bashes and all that kind of. I mean, so th- there were a lot of good stuff before and when, I think it was Jim Hurd and, uh, Jim Hurd, the, the Pizza King, and, and, Ted Turner got hold of that shit. Then the re- then something happened to the product. It, it was just silly. it was it was bad writing. All it didn't get good until Bischoff took over, and even that was kind of well. It's either really really good or you know mm. yeah. And then mm. Verso took over, and we all understand that. We're not going to get into that whole debacle. But Sting, it's the Monday Night thing, yeah. Sting Hall of Fame, it works. Yeah. It just means Taker's not going to retire yet. So stop bitching and complaining. Go piss in a bucket. <sighs> Tyler Breeze has made his roster debut, and Triple H wanted him to be a top-level heel, sort of like the level of a Dolph Ziggler. Vince agreed. Vince made Breeze made his debut, and after a short period of time, Vince reportedly gave up on him. That explains why we haven't seen him in two weeks. He's a superstar in main event. Yeah. Shortly after WWE stopped airing his entrance and had him split up with Summer Rae without any real story behind it. I was wondering about that. Breeze has gone on to lose matches against Jack Swagger, Dolph Ziggler, Tyson Neal, R-Truth, and Neville. So, this a jobber. Ah, this is bad. And they just signed him on. I, like, I mean, the, the, the funny thing is, Breeze is talented. I mean, he's a good wrestler. He's not bad. Have you seen the matches with him in, in NXT? No, I've, I, again, I hate Tyler Breeze with a passion. Aha, uh-huh, but, okay. but, but I'm supposed to. Yeah, you're supposed to. It's not, to. It's not like... 
Ava Marie where, no, I want her off the screen. Like, I don't want to see her. I want her to die. With Tyler Breeze's, oh, I hate him. But at least he's going to wrestle really Yeah, he, he, and he's not a bad wrestler either. No, I like the guy. And after watching Breaking Ground, I can't hate him because he saved a puppy. Yeah, and he's, I mean, off screen, he's, he's a good dude. I mean, he's not that... <laughs> How do you I call it? And this is just further proof that, you know what, maybe NXT needs to be its own brand. Because for some reason, whenever guys go up to the main roster, unless they wow Vince McMahon to the point of orgasm, they're not going to get anywhere. Have you you heard about the brand split that could come back again? I don't think the brand split is coming. It'll just be main roster NXT. Mm -hmm. I think that's the route they're going to go. And unfortunately, in this case, Triple H is right. You know, wrestling works, not all this bullshit that they're doing. Yeah, have, have you noticed that it seems like all these acquisitions that we were talking about, rumoring about, all those guys are professional wrestlers, not sports entertainers. And it seems like the product is switching from what Vince built from the late 80s to his vision and going to Triple H's vision that we're going to a more sports-based product. Triple H is trying to do a more sports-based, more... Like in Japan, like in Japan, where it's stiff, stiff, snug, in your face. Well, he's trying trying to do wrestling. Vince is doing entertainment. And they could both work, but it's hard when you don't give people a chance. And in this case, Vince is wrong. So that's all I got to say about that. I agree with you. I mean, I want... I mean, I, I long enough to see... WWE changed its product going to more sports-based, as in Japan, where they treat it like a sport, when the journalists treat it like a serious sport. Well, again, if you call it a sport, they got to do drug testing, and that's where, you know, they got to pay fines and fees, and they don't want to do that because Vince... Yeah, but you know in Japan, they treat the sport, and the journalists treat it like a serious sport. They, treat, well, they don't treat it like an entertainment thing. It, it's like... Because they still respect it. Yeah, they still respect it. You know, it, it's not like they have another outlet to go to. It's mm-hmm. no, this is it. You know, and if if you if you want to see like if you have an American crowd watching a Japanese pro wrestling match, uh, I I think uh, I think it was during Wrestle Kingdom ten. I think it was uh, that uh, guy. I think Kevin Kelly said that the American crowd would get bored because of the the slight or the slow build in a match because in a Japanese match, you know, it starts very slow psychology-wise, and goes faster and faster and faster to the, to the long finish that they used to have. And they say that the, an American crowd would say it like this, boring. You know, because the American crowd is so... Fickled. Yeah, the, the American crowd sucks. Yeah. Um, you, you know, know that I, I love... You, you love, uh, you love a Japanese match, too. I love stuff. all wrestling when it's yeah. good, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't like when the crowds are obnoxious. There's a po- there's a point to being obnoxious, and then there's... They start doing boring chants, and it's only been two minutes. It's like... Yeah, and they, they haven't even started yet. Shut up. Exactly. Yeah, or this is awesome chants, and they haven't even gotten in the fucking ring. It's like, yeah. stop! Holy shit. Oh, yeah, we could continue. What was the next bit? Uh, We now have... uh, During an interview with Jim Varsone of the Miami Herald, Ric Flair was asked about using Reed Flair's passing to further the angle between Paige and Charlotte. Flair responded with the following. It was was said 
that I was upset, but I wasn't. Those kind of things are going to happen periodically. The emotion is real. She and Reed were very, very close. I certainly wasn't offended by what happened on Raw. I just don't like to see her cry. That's what somebody's thought, and she's okayed it. They said, Charlotte, do you mind if we do this? And she said, no, I don't mind at all. It's the business, and sometimes things are as real as they come across in a way that people are mad about it. But if I'm not mad, and Charlotte's not mad, and we're the key players. So basically, Ric Flair doesn't mind. And you know why Ric Flair doesn't mind? Because it's wrestling. Exactly. You throw emotion into it, and it got the reaction that everybody wanted. Was it in bad taste? Well, a little bit. But here's the thing. The people that were bitching the most about it were the ones that have wanted something like that for a long time. And they yeah. finally get it, and they're like, well, you can't do that. That's just mean. Mm. Oh, but yet you'll still ask for the attitude error Well, Mae Young is giving birth to a hand, and there's prostitutes, lesbians, and strap-ons. Yeah. And that's, that's okay, but talking about someone who died, that's crossing the line. But butt sex is totally, totally okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Hashtag butt sex. Yeah, hashtag butt sex. Naval dick. Uh, Naval dick. I yeah. never heard that before, but... <laughs> that, that was a lady friend to me. Wow. She said she's having sex with a dude, and, and, and he had a dick, like a... Like the, you know, when you put your finger in your navel, that's out of a size. That's beautiful. I, yeah, and I cannot unhear. Uh, that yeah. one of <laughs> she was doing. They were doing missionary. And said, about, are you in yet? About, do you like it?" He said, about, "Are you are you in yet?" She said, "Oh my god, the guy was destroyed." Oh my god. Uh, enough about that. Uh, you know, when wrestling, I love it when wrestling is about reality and something that happened or current uh that's the thing i love but, but if you, if you if it's okay with with uh, the, the the guys who are involved in the angle and they okay the shit with his brother has passed away in real life and they say it's okay but you have you have to you have the stroke to say no because i mean you can say no you can say no, but I didn't see anything wrong with the angle. It just made me go, oh, fuck you, Paige. Yeah. Which is what you're supposed to do in the first place. So we'll see here. why is everyone getting so pissed off? And again, let's go back to NXT TakeOver. Hmm. Uh, it was the respect one. Sasha Banks pretty much attacked that little girl. Yeah. And nobody I- batted an eye and went, oh, shit. He yeah, mentioned Paige yeah. mentions Reed Flair. And everyone loses their shit. It's like, wait a minute. So it's okay for someone to attack a little girl, but mentioning the dead is crossing the line? The dead's not going to fight back. They're dead. Yeah, exactly. So, wow. I think, people I think, people yeah. need to fucking chill, man. And Ric Flair said he didn't give a fuck. It's, yeah. it's, it's wrestling. Get yes. the fuck over it. Um, I, th- I think Sasha said, now watch, I'm going to kill your little bitch. Or something like that. And, said, <laughs> and it worked, didn't it? Yeah. Yes. The emotions. You got... That's, wrestling is about emo, getting emotional from the crowd. That's the whole jabang. Oh. Hell, you got, Edge was a master at that shit. Yeah. It's, it's about getting your disbelief or like getting out of the real world and into this fictional world and you believe in it. You know, and I love how, um, and again, Randy Orton... It's still real to you, damn it. Randy Orton 
And Batista did the same thing with Eddie Guerrero, saying, you know, he's in hell, you know, or he's dead, not smiling upon, and he's looking. And the people are like, oh, that's just mean. But they didn't lose their shit. No. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Stop being so fucking sensitive. It's fucking wrestling. Remember when... It is a shit... It was a... It was a cold knife to the chest. But you damn well know... That if Charlotte wasn't okay with it, she would have said, look, guys, dude, no. <laughs> Remember Brock Lesnar, what he said to, to Guerrero in that match when he won the title? Just give up and die, Eddie. Die. Because of his, you know, his uh, abuse of drugs. Well, yeah. And yeah. Right. And that was totally okay then, to say that, because I think that was in 02 or... or, or no, was it was 03. Was it 03? I think okay. it was 03. Because he won the belt in 04. Yeah. Uh, because his other friend won. Mm. But we can't talk about... No, we can't mention his name on the show. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's mentioned... You know, yeah. uh, Brian Alvarez mentioned on the Wrestling Observer Live that he's heard that Hulk Hogan could be brought back to WWE in time for WrestleMania 32. And that might be the only thing to save WrestleMania at this point. As long as his daughter don't, doesn't have a black... Black friend, yeah. Uh, Dave Meltzer mentioned on the same podcast that he wouldn't rule Hulk Hogan's return out. However, WWE isn't going to rush to bring him back because there's a high risk of backlash. It's Dave Meltzer. Don't listen to him. PW Insider mentioned this week that WWE wouldn't bring Hogan back until his lawsuit with Gawker is resolved. Hogan's trial with Gawker is scheduled to begin near WrestleMania. Um, I don't know if Hogan is needed at WrestleMania 32, so it would just be a waste of money. I don't think having The Rock show up is going to help. I think what they really need to focus on is we don't. We had plan A and B, and they're both out. Then, we went, then, we, went, then we went with plan C, and before it's we gone. can even write down Plan C, we had to go to Plan D. So <laughs> right now they need to worry about WrestleMania versus who can we get to show up. I think I think Vince McMahon is going to have a nightmare about this WrestleMania. Oh, he's already got a nightmare. He's already bumped Breeze down to superstars. So yeah, and before that, before all injuries, Vince was looking forward to this because he was clamoring his hand and looking forward to putting some good money into him, and now he's gonna... Have they sold out WrestleMania? I think they said that they have sold out the place. Already. Uh, they might want to double-check those tickets, then. Uh, I think they said that they, the, the place is sold out. Again, they may want to... wrong. Well, you know, I hear StubHub sells tickets, too. So, uh-huh. let's see what happens when people see the WrestleMania card, and they go, yeah, no... I'll watch it at home. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it at home. Uh, during the latest installment of the MSL and Sullivan, Mr. St. Laurent mentioned that Jim Ross will be replacing Mauro Ronaldo as the lead announcer for the New Japan Pro Wrestling show that airs on AXS TV on Friday night. Why the fuck can I get this show? Jim Ross said it was bullshit. He, he tweeted back. He said, no, it's not, not. No deal is done. Nothing is inked. Bullshit. Yeah. So, MSL and Mr. St. Laurent is uh, bullshitting here. They're bullshitting. Ross, yeah, it was a bullshit. Jim Ross said, uh, that's not true. I'm not, no deal is done. 
Well, so and much. I, I, and I take Ian Ross's word over there. Yeah, so, so much for that story. And moving on to the last bit of news. New Japan Pro Wrestling has announced that the promotion has stripped Shinsuke Nakamura, who's rumored to be heading to WWE, of the IWGP Intercontinental title. It was previously believed that Nakamura would drop the title when his NJPW deal expired, but that is not the case. Nakamura will appear on a few shows to close out his deal with the company. However, he will do so without the title. As noted, Nakamura and the Bullet Club member Kenny Omega began a storyline at New Year Dash, which I finally got a chance to watch following Wrestle Kingdom 10, which I haven't been able to catch yet. And at the event, Omega scored a victory over Nakamura, then kicked AJ Styles, also rumored to be heading to WWE, out of the Bullet Club. This led many to believe the upset victory was setting up a future title match between Nakamura and Omega, but NJPW has announced that Omega will be facing a yet-to-be-determined opponent for the now vacant IC title. So, yeah, that's new. Yeah, and uh, as I said to you on Facebook, that his last date on his contract is on January the 30th, and that's in, and they're going to take place in Corrigan Hall. So that's going to be Nakamura's last match in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and then he heads to Orlando to be to train at the Performance Center and to go through medical before he signs his WWE. Oh, he's going to have a work visa too. So uh, we may be seeing Nakamura before or after Fastlane or on Raw. Well, this changes things, my friend. It does change things, but at the same time, I don't know what they're going to do with them. I mean, unless they use his king, excuse me, king of the strong style gimmick. They, they, they better do it. I think they're going to have to educate the fans real quick. What is strong style? Why is he the king of it? You know, why? They're going to have to do a lot of work to get him over and make him WWE. dangerous. Yeah, and WWE needs to educate w- that New Japan Pro Wrestling exists. They need to educate them and acknowledge New Japan because of this. They need to do it because they've started to acknowledge certain promotions in the States now when they talk about on the commentary. So, before this guy debuts, they need to educate or talk about this guy, where he's from, where he's been, blah, blah. He started in Pro Wrestling Noah, <laughs> or he started, and he's been in Japan for 10 or 12 years, blah, blah, blah. And he's become three-time IWG, IWG champion, tag champion, and, I, and, and the IC champion. They're going to so have to do more than just promotion. They're going to have to have him work and... You know, and he can speak English good. Like, he can speak English very good. Well, the like, weird thing is, he's got such a unique style. Style. I mean, he's got ugly face, man. Yeah, he's this, a character. This guy is an ugly motherfucker. But the but fact that, awesome. but, well, when you get wrapped around your head that he loves Michael Jackson and Freddie Mercury, <laughs> that makes you go, "What?" Yeah. And, and he does that to his opponents in the ring. That doesn't yeah, make sense. If you look at if you look at the entrance when he walks the ring, doesn't it look like a little fruity tooty? If you know what I mean. Oh, he is a complete ripoff of Michael Jackson, and his oh, yeah. entrance when he slides in—that is totally yeah. Fred Mercury. Exactly. I'm like, what the fuck? And I love it for it. I love him for that. Yeah. But at the same time, you go, how is this going to translate to English? <laughs> like, how in Japan I can see it because yeah. to them that's like, oh, okay, it's American stuff. 
But I don't think Americans are going to accept a Japanese guy idolizing two American singing icons. It's not going to, it won't work for them. They're going to expect, you know, dun 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 bong. Mercury was a Brit. Yeah, they're going to expect, you know, the Japanese samurai ninja warrior song guy. I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. If Triple H take care of this, he knows what he's going, what he's good. Oh, I know he does. If Triple H has a hold of it, everything will be fine. If Vince has a hold of it, he will be a Japanese. He's going to be Kenzo Suzuki. Yeah, because what's what's with Vince and outsiders from Japan that that he mishandles and treats them like shit? It's not. It's all foreigners. Why is doing this to all foreigners? Because it's it's the American trope. They get they they bring Wade Barrett in. Oh, he's British. We're gonna make him British. Uh, Well, okay. Well, we got we got yeah, we got Seamus. Well, what is Uh, he's Irish? All right, we're gonna make him Irish. But there's so much. There's, but you can't take a Japanese guy and go, "Oh, he's Japanese." Okay, oh, Godzilla, Lucky Claudio Casagnoli. Oh, he made, uh, he's good with coffee and stuff. We, let's make him a Swiss coffee maker or something like that. He is a hell of a wrestler. And Nakamura, like, take if Vince will look at his moves, what he does in the ring. You know, the inverted exploder, the Bomayani. The the strikes. I mean, he would like holy shit. He would kill my so-called superstars. I I can. I think Triple H knows. Look, we need talent. We need talent now, and we need people that can take a beating. We need to make this look as real as possible. Because has that has WWE gone and gotten more from the light work to a more stiffer in the base style or Japanese? Do you think it's gone stiffer last last couple of years? In WWE, has to become stiffer work style. In your opinion, has the work style gone stiffer? Um, from the light work based style from the beginning. I mean, to a more like. I guess you could say it's 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 been evolving, but yeah. I don't know if it's gone quite as stiff. I mean, there's you know that he's stiff. Nakamura, well, is he's stiff. definitely stiff. So is Kenta. So yeah. It's I mean, gonna take, be take a, take it's, a, yeah. It's take a look be, at Asuka. She's stiff. Oh, she's stiffer than every man I've seen. Yeah, I mean, she is stiffer than an erection. Yeah, <laughs> that that girl hits so fucking hard. It, it, she's absolutely phenomenal, and I'm surprised half the women are still alive. Yeah, and look how fluent she's into that um, that rolling arm bar she does in the air. And it's not that she's just brutal. It's just she came from Japan. They don't fuck around over there. No. So if, I, you have to be stiff. Yeah. If you, if someone, if you don't hit anyone back in Japan, they will, they will be mad and hit you back even harder because you didn't hit them back. And, and they learn that shit. So it's yeah. Yeah. All right. I think I think Alex is online. We're now. going to attempt that. Um. <laughs> but I would love to see a more stiff. Stiff style in WWE, more strong, more where you can hear that they're hitting each other with the forearms. So Japan from the night eighties with, with Misawa and Kobashi and stuff, Kawada and those girls no were not fucking around. No, they tend not to fuck no. around. No, I mean Japusurita and uh, whatever you have, Mayor Akiyatawa. I mean those guys really laid them in. I mean when they're hit the elbows and stuff. You care when they hit. Well, because again, that's just the way they're trained. That's the way that they're 
that's just the way they are because they respect yeah, they're, not, they're not pussies back there. Speaking of pussies, um, <laughs> uh, the only other, I don't really have any other bits of news here. That was a short list. Uh, it, again, it was a very short list because a lot of it was this guy's in the Rumble. Well, no, he's not. This guy's in the Rumble. Well, yeah, no, he's not. Would you be surprised uh, if... I don't uh, think... It, it, would you be surprised if AJ made a surprise entrance in the Rumble? I wouldn't be surprised, but I think it would be a blown opportunity because mm-hmm. most wrestling fans knew who Sting was when he came to WWE. And, they if, know and if they didn't, they at least had the video game a year prior to get to know him. Mm. Whereas with AJ Styles, nobody knows who he is. But they have that from, what was it, 02 when he had his tryout with uh, I that don't match. think that's going to be enough to promote him, Strata. No, no. A workout match they with gotta the They've got to do more. Yeah, so at least with Sting, they at least had a year to go, well, he was a guy in WCW, and he's in the video game, and he's this and he's that, and people got a chance to know him. Then he showed up, and we're like, no. How would you educate the crowd or the fan base in WWE with AJ Styles. I would promote him as... AJ and, and Carl Anderson, for instance. How would you educate them? Who are these guys? I don't know, because I'd have to know what plan they have. But if it was just AJ, mm. I would just advertise him as is. Mm. I would just say, look, this is a guy named AJ Styles. He's wrestled in the indies. He's wrestled in... Japan. In this company. He's wrestled in... Um, Japan. He's wrestled in Japan. Now he's coming to WWE because he's... The phenomenal one. He's phenomenal and he's going to show it why and blah, blah, blah and just go for And how there. would you like say uh, about uh, Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows? But most of them know Luke Gallows, Festus. It's, it's more so what they're going to do with them. If they're going to make them a team, establish them as a team. If they're going to make them as an extension of the Bullet Club... Then you got to figure out well how many people are going to be in this bitch, how mm. long is it going to last? Uh, Why should we care? Uh, I got some I got some news for you that you didn't put in. Uh, uh, this will make you sad, but as of late, on the NXT has gone on the road again, and now they are in the Midwest touring, and they were a um, live show in Milwaukee, and. Uh, there was a match between Sami Zayn and Finn Balor for the, the title. And uh, Balor was working as a heel. And he was doing, when he was coming off the ramp, he was doing the bullet club thing, you know, with the pistols, you know, pointing and everything like that. And he was doing a lot of heel stuff. So I guess I'm right according to what's going to happen here. And I, I kind of hope you are wrong because... Yeah, I, I, I know that, but... Devitt is so fucking over as a face, and I cannot believe me, of all people, is saying that because he works so good as a heel. Yes. So good as a face, I don't want to see him go bad. I really don't. It's going to be this. It's going to be, trust me, my friend, it's going to be this. When Kenta comes back, he's going to say, who attacked you? It's going to, Finn Balor, he's going to say. And then you have Finn Balor coming up with his buddies from the Bullet Club. I hope not. It's gonna be. It's gonna be the Battle Club, the Beast Cliss. It's. It's gonna be it. Trust I'm not me. Sure about the Beast Cliss. Uh, welcome, Alex. We think. Welcome, and Alex. We think. He's probably dying over there. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but, but you're you're sad to hear this that. 
they're trying to make him a heel. I don't want Balor as a heel. I really don't. I I love the fucking love the guy. It and I it, no. I think he could work as a heel as good as he is a babyface. Oh, I know he could work as a heel, but my problem is when they turn him a heel, it ain't gonna work because people are gonna cheer him. They're gonna make Sami Zayn the champion or Baron Corbin or someone else. Yeah. I mean, and you know what, Baron Corbin, for instance, when you talk about him, this guy is is I, I was I was not liking him at the beginning, but the guy is improving and he's getting better on the mic. He's getting more relaxed. And it seems that he has improved his work style over a, over a couple of months now. He's, he seems, and he's doing dark matches on SmackDown. And it seems like this guy is like the typical Vince McMahon guy that he would love. Well, yeah, until he's going to say, oh, he's big. Turn him into Diesel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll work. You've got to agree with you. Do you think that Baron Corbin has gotten better? He has gotten better, but his mic skills need help. Yeah. He uh he he's got some work to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the guy who needs to come up is sane. You know that. Uh yeah. I will say I don't care for Mojo Raleigh. Not me. I hate the guy. I, I've come to that conclusion that he's one of those guys in high school that is so jocular and mm. so pumped up and just so you just want to shut him up. Do you like uh, do you like the tag team of Enzo and Cast then to be on the on the main roster? Uh Here's the thing. They mm-hmm. want to play like th- that typical Italian... Jewish outlaws. Well, here's the thing. They act like they're... <coughs> I don't know okay. if, it's, if they're trying to be like mobsters from Brooklyn. Yeah, I think so. Or if they're trying to be the Jersey Shore. If, but either or, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't click. And I look at Enzo Amore and I go, well, he's a character. But I don't see him being... Italian, and then you look at Big Cass, and you go, "No, that's a hoss." Yeah, that is a hoss. They they don't make Italians like that, no. or <laughs> people from New Jersey like that. They they don't. I think test. Hmm. So that I think that's why it's not clicking for me. They're playing which, characters which that don't yeah. fit. Which team from NXT that? It'd be like the Undertaker oh. being part of the New Day. It doesn't fucking fit. No, but which team? Do you think has the the most chance or the get best chance to get the call up? Gable, next? Gable and uh, what's his other Jordan, name? Jason Jordan, Jordan and Gable. Yeah, Absolutely. they are awesome. And I love. Uh, have you seen Dash and Dawson work? Uh, no, but the other team. I'm surprised the Vaude Villains haven't been called up. And that other team that um, wait, Dash and Dawson. Blake weren't and they? W- Blake and Murphy. There you go. That was the other team. I'm surprised they didn't get... Yeah, there, there are a couple of teams that WWE needs now for the tag team uh, division. You know that. They need to elevate a couple of teams that have been down in NXT for a while uh, to ele- elevate them up to the main roster. And I think there are a couple of tag teams coming in now from, uh, from the Indies to replace them. And... I, even Tommaso Ciampa has been giving, uh, I think he's beginning to, I think he's got a contract now, so I think he's full time with NXT. Is that but official? Not, I think so, but I've, I haven't heard anything about his tag team partner, Johnny Gargano. I think he's signed full time with 
uh, TNA. Well, that's going to uh, make life really hard. Yeah, as, as Jason Storm did. You know that he declined WWE's offer. Uh, yeah, we actually got a report on that, and I'm surprised I didn't write that down. But the reason why James Storm is no longer is went back to TNA is because they gave him a better offer. Yeah, he said he said, true. you know what? The doors open. It's mutual. They don't hate me. I don't hate them. But I got to be where I got to be. And yeah. I'm scratching my head, going. But WWE is a sheer thing. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> you know, and they're, they're not going out of business. Yeah, and, no, and 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 another thing is that he's back with his bare money, buddy. Yeah, uh, so I got no, uh, There was an injury report that Rusev hurt his knee. That came back today. He's fine. <laughs> okay, he's he's fine. But and Sasha Banks are injured too. Oh, are we already in the news. No, we're way past the news. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, real quick, your thoughts on Sting being in the Hall of Fame? Uh, that's pretty cool, because, um... Are you pissed off that it's not... Th- Hold on. <clears throat> Let me do it the way it's supposed to be. It should be The Undertaker. I mean, they're in fucking Texas. How come they're not putting The Undertaker in the fucking Hall of Fame in Texas? Fucking assholes. Uh, <laughs> well, because The Undertaker is still wrestling, and Sting is probably done. Uh... Because so you don't feel pissed off that in Texas Taker's not going in the Hall of Fame? No, I I think you go in the Hall of Fame when you're done. Thank you. A Texan confirmed it, so you all can shut up. Uh, uh, I mean, Alex, do you have something with your audio? I think I can hear something in the background. Like, uh, yeah, is that your mic or is it the fan? No, I, I don't think it's the fan. The fan okay. is pointed at the floor. All right. I can hear it's coming from somewhere, but uh, DM is coming from your part. It'll be all right. I'll work it out. So you're not yeah. pissed off that Sting's in the Hall of Fame and not Taker? No, I mean, I, uh, Undertaker's it, he'll go in the Hall of Fame when he's when he's ready, and clearly Sting is already ready to go, and I don't have any problem with it. I mean, uh, I mean, he didn't have a whole lot of matches in WWE, but that doesn't really bother me at all honestly I mean there's been I mean we, they own WCW so that pretty much speaks for his career so yeah yeah that's pretty much it um, the only other thing I guess to uh, I think no I guess that's really it um, uh, but but we can all say that the guy earned his spot in the Hall oh yeah he absolutely earned his spot in the Hall of Fame, he belongs in there, and I don't think anyone, anyone that shits on it, needs to. Uh, go I think it. he, I think he even turned sixty now, Sting. So he's not man. Yeah, he's been. I mean, remember when he was in a tag team with the Warrior when they were the race? What was it? Racer blades or what was it? Blade called? runners. The Blade Runners. Yes. I mean, uh, who would thought that? Uh, <laughs> Both of them would be up in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, one of them's alive. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, outside of, you know, all the celebrities dying, you know, the Hall of Fame is not the best place to go either. <laughs> the Ultimate Warrior has proven that. That's going yeah. to do it for the news of the week. Why don't we get into a very one-sided Monday Night Raw.
And what I mean by one-sided, you did not have to be a wrestling fan to know what was going to happen. It was essentially Monday night, fuck Roman. Uh, Mr. McMahon and Stephanie both come down and they're all, Tonight we're going to fuck Roman Reigns right here in his ass. And Stephanie's going to pull out her dick and fuck him too. What we're going to do tonight is have a one versus all fuck Roman Reigns in the ass match. He's going to fight, I don't know, ten fucking people. And at the end of the night, we're going to rape him. Oh, and by the way, Brock Lesnar's here. So, uh, yeah, let's get this shit started. Oh, by the way, we're going to open the match tonight with... With um, where's that motherfucker? That where is Shame. No, not no, not Sheamus. He's too white. Uh, the other guy. Uh, oh yeah, the Am- U.S. champion Ambrose. Ambrose, get your fucking ass down here because you're gonna fight Sheamus, the whitest motherfucker on the roster, and you're gonna be a fucking ass too. They will be fucking all on this show Monday night. Fuck. Uh, so it's Sheamus versus Ambrose, and this ends in a double countout because they can't. No. But here's the takeaway of this match. I don't know if Ambrose got pissed off or if Sheamus fucked up. His head hit the steel post, not once. Three times. Three times. Yeah, and hard, too. His head bounced. And I go, oh, Sheamus sold the hell out of that. Pretty way to go, Sheamus. Then the camera goes on him, and I go, oh, God. He's bleeding. He's bleeding a lot. And you know what? The funny thing is that the referee didn't take a towel and type the wipe thing off. No, they got him the fuck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Owens came at the right time. Oh, shit, he's bleeding. Uh, look at me. So Kevin Owens and Dean Ambrose had a fight on the floor, and, you know, Canadian power, and and Seamus is bleeding in his cabbage somewhere <laughs> backstage. And, holy shit. The match, you know, the match itself wasn't bad, but again... Here it comes, pendulum clothesline, oh, he missed, bro kick, oh, he missed, and you're calling the spots. It's like, come on, give me something. You know, that that, twi- that shit on the floor, it looked like a TNA opening. There's fight, people fighting all over the place. Oh, yeah, there were people. And what I found funny was, again, you see Seamus' head, boom. Yeah, three times. Boom, like, boom. Like the first one, you go, oh, that was fake. Boom. Oh, no. Oh, that looked pretty good. Boom. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Seamus is selling the crap out of. Oh, he's bleeding. Yeah. Oh, he's bleeding. And I could tell he was bleeding because that's the only fucking color on him. Yeah. Alex, did, what did you think about that uh, corner pole uh, spot? I think Seamus likes to bleed. Yeah. He enjoys a fight. <laughs> I mean, you, normally when you do that kind of spot, you usually. Usually ram your head uh, onto your hand to cut to to take uh, some of the the force of the blow, but this guy hold his hands down and took his head. Ambrose for pounced his head on the post three fucking times. Yeah, shame. He was fucking mad for something. You yeah. motherfucker! <laughs> Make it look good. Make it look good. It's for David Bisley. Uh, is loving this. Kevin Dunn is loving this. No, Kevin Dunn is like, oh shit, fuck, there's blood. What do we do? Vince, Vince, it's blood. Ah, uh, don't fuck. I'll fuck him in the ass. Yeah. Continue. 
Like, I can't tell you to fuck him. Now, next match was Titus O'Neil versus Stardust, who was paying tribute to David Bowie, but not that great of a tribute because he lost to Titus O'Neil. Hmm. I'm not going to comment on that. Cody, please. The Stardust thing, I love it, but it's time to become Cody again and start winning matches. Hmm. I think even the crowd wants him to turn back. Yeah, I think it's at that point. We then get the longest fucking promo in the history of the goddamn world as the New Day are out doing their fucking thing. And No, I take that back. Chris Jericho is out and he's doing his fucking thing. And the New Day come out and they do their fucking thing. And the Usos come out and they're all, yeah, boy, what's up? We from the street. Look, y'all, we want to fight the New Day here tonight. And we're going to fuck your asses And we're going to fuck your asses Samoan style. <laughs> So, and, uh, the New Day is all, yeah, no, look, dudes, that ain't how, no, control all, delete that shit, that ain't gonna fucking happen, and no, and Jericho's all, well, you know what, I'm here, Fozzie, and, uh, David Bowie, and, uh, and Lemmy, so, we're gonna have a match anyway, because I put this shit now, <laughs> yeah, so they have a tag match, and Xavier Woods is trombone breaks or some shit and the Usos yeah. get the win and they're celebrating like they won the tag titles and I for a long, the longest time thought the tag titles were on the line and I says holy shit they just won the tag team titles on Raw for the 11th time mm-hmm. but then they're walking away and there's no tag titles and I go so wait what was the point of the match you know when the uh, you gotta give it to Savi Woods I mean this guy is fucking out. Over the year, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when he broke the trombone, like, you killed my girlfriend, no! you bitch! Wow! Insert Kenny Omega there. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I hate the fucking trombone. <laughs> I mean, it's it's annoying, but okay. I I enjoy their antics. Too. Oh, by the way, did you guys see the latest clip when he, he and Ken Omega played NBA Jam? No, uh, I... Oh, man. Uh, Ken Omega, but he lost the two, like, uh, the one who makes the scores the most point in the quarter wins. And and he, he ousted Ken Omega and Ken Omega. God damn it, fuck. I came all the way from Japan for this shit. And, and you can see the, the, the cameraman filmed his clothing, it was like bullet club gear, and like, oh my god, how is WWE is gonna <laughs> take this? <laughs> ah, what? Well, continue, my man. Uh, let's see, we then had, this was a weird mashup here, we had the Wyatt family coming down on the ring, and Bray was gonna do something, but then the social outcasts come down on the ring, and... Yeah, boy! And then they start fighting, but then Ryback comes down to the ring and just beats ass, and then you're just kind of standing there going, what? What? Exactly. I'm like, wait, so the Wyatts are facing the social outcasts. Did the Wyatt family just get run away by the social outcasts? Exactly. Fuck? Uh, Wait a minute. Hashtag, whose side is Ryback on himself, or is, is he a social outcast? I heard because he eats a lot. And I then on, and then on SmackDown, the motherfucking Dudley Boys beat the Wyatt family in tables match again. So huh. it's like, 
What do you want? What do you want? What do you fucking want? What? What? I ordered. I, I ordered a room. Do good. That's all I fucking want. <laughs> all I fucking want. It's I ordered a room. I ordered a room, guys. That the Wyatts are turning face. How? Face to who? They're gonna turn. They're gonna do something with McMahon. Well, fuck him. Yeah. So this match happened, but it wasn't really a match. But it wasn't necessarily. I don't know what the fuck it was. So then we get perhaps the match of the night by proxy, Alberto Del Rio versus Kalisto, and it was for the United States Championship. And I went, all right, I see what they're doing here. All right, they got to build a match for the Royal Rumble, and you know, Kalisto wanted SmackDown because John Cena, you know, masturbated a cat endorsed, or something. Endorsed him. He did something. So I see what they're doing. Okay, good on you, WWE. Kalisto wins. It's a pretty good match. And becomes U.S. champion. And the crowd all took a collective shit and began to jump up and down and fill the arena with exasperated applause and shit. And Del Rio had a look on his face and go, what the fuck just happened? Kalisto is your U.S. champion. <laughs> Holy shit. Hashtag push some motherfuckers now. Yeah. <laughs> Pull the trigger. You know what? It seemed like you could look the face of Del Rio. He looked like... Oh my god, this is not he- happening to me again. Oh my I'm god. getting the bad shit storyline. Yes, the fucking shit is all over happening again. Someone in the cafeteria is going to call me a Dago bastard soon. I mean, it's, it, it, I mean, the poor guy. When, when he came back, I think finally they're going to have some good storylines with this guy. Nope. <laughs> Same shit all over again. But I was happy for Kalisto. I mean, this guy, when he had that moment at the TLC pay-per-view, when he did the Serena de Sol, I mean, holy shit, he was made there. This yeah. further cements my belief, though, that as soon as Sin Cara is healthy again, they're going to release him. Yes. Because... It's going to be cut. They, you know, he got... This is the second time he's been injured. Uh, Hunico, the other yeah. Sin Cara, got injured like 87 times. Uh, this is the second time he... But then again, they kept Wade Barrett around, and he's been injured since 1987. So... <laughs> it's going to be cut, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was actually on the show. I think it was uh, either... Uh, yeah, I think it was on SmackDown. Wade Barrett was out there for like is a half... Is he second. injured? I don't know, I, but he was out there. He was out there to help uh, somebody. It was one of the other... Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't like the... the didn't it wasn't like a fifty-fifty booking. He won the title on Raw and then he lost it again to. Or am I wrong? Yeah. You're yeah. Not, Talk about fifty-fifty right. booking there. Because you know we got to keep the balance. You know. Yeah, but what? what mm, potatoing. So um, backstage we had Paul Heyman and Shane. Not Shane. Paul Heyman and Vince McMahon go. You know, my client Brock Lesnar is here, and um, if you want Blockbuster, you uh, you need to put him at WrestleMania and face whoever wins the Royal Rumble. You know what, Paul? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to put him in the Royal Rumble because asses need to get fucked. Well, see, my client's not really all into that shit, so when, when it comes to butt-fucking, he'd rather much fuck his wife and not the people in the ring. So just put him at WrestleMania. No, Paul! There will be fucking at the Royal Rumble, and your client, Brock Lesnar, will be fucking some people. 
Eventually, it breaks down to Stephanie McMahon and Paul Heyman figuring out who's got the bigger dick. The answer is Steph. And she's Ooh. like, you need to tell Brock that he's going to do whatever the fuck we say. All right, Stephanie, but I'm telling you right now, his dick is just, it's, it's fucking enormous. And when he fucks people in that ring, the rest of your roster is going to be gone. The Royal Rumble is going to be held in a fucking bouncy castle with Brock Lesnar versus the referee. Because he's going to fuck some shit. <laughs> Hashtag naval dick. Hashtag naval dick. Hashtag bouncy castle. Hashtag F5. The semi main event of the night was Charlotte Flair versus the canvas because Becky Lynch comes out and goes you fucker and just proceeds to beat the shit out of Charlotte and Bree's standing there going I got my pube shape for this shit fuck now I gotta leave this fucking ring I'm never gonna get to wrestle Daniel can't wrestle I can't wrestle fuck this shit and then Flair's all no my baby girl get fucking wrestle she broke a nail fuck this shit we're out shut up fat boy just shut up, fat boy, I'll rape your mama. <laughs> Wasn't that the old Rick Flair? This is like the, the second time tonight on Raw that we were supposed to have a match and it didn't happen. Or that there was an interruption, or they just said, fuck it. it We've only had three fucking matches actually happen. It smells like... And Vince. it's a three-hour show. You know what, DM? It smells, it smells like a Vince Russo 98 book, can't you? It's just we Did had... You? We had Ambrose and um, and Sheamus. We had the U.S. title match, and we had the tag match. Oh, yeah. and Stardust and Titus. So that's four matches, and two hours and thirty-eight minutes have gone by. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck am I watching? But kudos to Becky Lynch for you know beating the crap out of Charlotte, and she was all backstage. You know what? I'm a fucker. I'm a beat her fucking ass. Because it's not an Irish accent, but it's the best I got. So, fuck her. So, here we go. The uh, Roman Reigns one versus all gang rape prison match. Break. Um, this was essentially Vince McMahon going, I'm going to sit here on the floor, pull out my dick, and just masturbate while I eat nachos. Roman Reigns, come down here and get fucked. You know, I've it's, got you're black right. people, I've got Mexicans, <laughs> I've got an Irish bloke. Fuck, I even got Kevin Owens. So get yeah. the fuck down here and take it like a man. And I thought this was going to be essentially, okay, he's going to eliminate Stardust and eliminate, mm. you know, Woods. The jobbers. I thought he's going to get rid of the jobbers and go, oh, shit, he's got five people. And then Kevin Owens and, no, we start off with Kevin Owens and I go, oh, they're going to fuck him right off the bat. <laughs> so why the fuck not? So they have a match, and then Kevin Owens all fuck it, and they all jump in the ring and they beat the shit out of Roman, and they're beating the shit out of Roman, and they're continuing to beat the shit out of Roman, and all the fans are going, Rock, Rock. Any time now? I mean, what the? Are they? Is it because he's half black that they're waiting? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> Here comes Brock Lesnar and, and Xavier. All right, Brock, we're on your side, boy. We're gonna fuck his ass. Let's. <laughs> Brock Lesnar just control all deleted him out of the fucking equation, saw the New Day and destroyed them, destroyed Del Rio twice, destroyed Sheamus, who got in some punches, and Sheamus did surprisingly well. He was holding his own until Brock said no, Uh, um, and Donkey punched him in the ass, 
And he German suplexed Kevin Steen out of the boots. He yeah, he German suplexed Kevin Steen. He German suplexed Stardust. He German suplexed the Big Show, and he wasn't even fucking there. He <laughs> grabbed the ring and he punted it outside of the arena. He grabbed Roman Reigns, proceeded to fuck him, and then threw him in the air, dropped him on his ass, and went because he can't scream. And then Paul Heyman's all, my client did it! Because, <laughs> because he did! <laughs> you know it's what? It's time to like- a rumble, motherfuckers! You and know, that was the end of Raw, making everyone scratch their heads going, huh? what the fuck did we just watch? Didn't did did he... Didn't he ass-fuck the entire roster, almost, in that single segment? Because oh, yeah, he German suplexed, like, everybody in the ring. Even yeah, and close-lined them to hell. suplexed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the clotheslines he delivers now, they're not like the beautiful clothesline he used to do when he was working. The clothesline he delivers now is like a club. Like, <clears throat> when he hits them in the throat or something. He is dangerous, that guy. <laughs> But in the new day, they're funny. But all right, my man, we're on your side. <laughs> just fucking clotheslines the shit out. <laughs> poor, poor, poor Xavier Woods, man. He oh, clotheslined uh, Xavier Woods so hard. There is a twin right now that came out of his ass that is now doing up, up, down, down. I mean, you know, there's now there's now two Xavier Woodses. I've heard of a sexual position called splitting the wood. That is exactly what Brock Lesnar did to Xavier Woods. He split him in fucking half, and now there's two of them. Vicky you know, is now deflated into an M M&M, and M, and Kofi thinks he's Jamaican. Yeah, and and the, and the F five he 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 executed on Roman wasn't light. It was stiff. And then oh Roman's all, and Roman's all yeah, you yeah, he's laughing like, hit me again, motherfucker. So I'm going to get fucked on Sunday, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. is it? Hashtag I, I, like, I like how he was trying to act like a badass, because I'm yeah. sure that's that's what they told him to do. But he's he's wrestling with the fact that he probably hurts like a motherfucker right now. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to smile. Because you're like, <laughs> it's, just, it's so much pain, and you're told to act like it doesn't hurt, and you're like, you know, okay. <laughs> you know, I love this. I love the smirk that Lester gives when he delivered that F five <laughs> hashtag new champion, motherfucker. Would you guys love to see Reigns versus Lesnar again? I would, but at the same time, I wouldn't because... (sighs) (sighs) Because at this point, Roman has to win at this point. I mean, he just has to, or else what the fuck is the point? Or Lesnar would kill him. Uh, Well, yeah. At this point, it's all a matter of, well, who's Brock going to face? Well, 29 other motherfuckers in that ring. Mm, It's going to be interesting next Sunday. Uh, it's definitely going to be interesting with the Royal Rumble that's coming up. We'll do predictions next week because yes. because we don't know if half the roster is even going to show up because we can predict <laughs> Dean Ambrose is going to win and he's going to wake up with like a broken clavicle and a split asshole yeah. you know, or something. Probably, probably, probably the, the, the best the best pick to to win the Rumble is Asuka at this moment. Probably, <laughs> you know, who anyone from NXT is slated to win the Rumble at this point because exactly. it's like no one healthy. You you may even see Samoa Joe come up. Yeah, I'll ta- at this point, I'll take anyone. I'll take fucking Jake the Snake. 
Holy shit. Know, just give me someone that can wrestle and not get hurt, you know, over everything. Or did just see, or just do the mercy kill and just give it to Dolph. Did you guys see the the resurrection of the the, the documentary with him, by the way? The egg. Of Who? The Egg the Snake, Roberts. Oh uh, yeah, I saw that a long time ago. What did you think about it? Oh, I liked it when it came out and all. Yeah. <clears throat> I liked it too. Uh uh, it's finally good to see him uh, happy and uh, for, for a change, sober. So that was Monday Night Raw. Not again. It was more segmenty, if anything. It was it was more about how big their dicks. It was a lot of fucking on Raw. Okay, it was yeah. it was a fucking orgy at Monday Night Raw, <laughs> and Brock Lesnar was the end and the head of that whole. Fucking! This. I mean, he fucked he fucked those guys so hard in the ass. I mean, they are sitting on donuts now. Xavier Woods thinks he's Luke Cage right now, trying to sign yeah. up for the Avengers. Why don't we get into NXT? The first NXT of 2016 uh, <clears throat> taped last week. Uh, so we started uh, the whole thing by Corey Graves and Todd Phillips. They're now a two-man team on NXT instead of three. Yay. Finally. Well, at least they're not tripping over each other anymore. No, no, no. Exactly. And they're, go- they're going down from three to two-man team. Uh, I love that. Uh, back to the old school stuff. Um, how it should be. Ooh, and uh, we have William Regal coming back. There's Shannon welcome back because he had a neck surgery last year, blah, blah, blah. He's recuperating. He's coming back to announce that welcome back to the... I almost said the impact, so... <laughs> welcome back to NXT. Sami Zayn. And he points to the curtain. And Sami Zayn, whoa, 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 whoa. It's on. He's come back and say, "Oh, guys, I'm so happy to be back." And now, now I'm back. I'm going to be the two-time NXT champion. Do 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 do. And you, you had some of Joe music. You know what? Last time you were in the ring, I saved your broken white ass over beating of your lifetime. And then you hear Baron Corbin's music. Well, Joe. You kiss so much ass, I can almost smell the turd. But, uh. hmm, but you're right. For once, I agree with you, and I don't agree with you usually, but I agree with you. So they had their beef. They're talking and must have blah blah blah. I want to be the champion. I want to be the champion. I want to be the champion. Blah blah blah. And after that, uh, William Regal announced in his office that. In two weeks' time, it's going to be a number one contender triple threat match for the NXT Championship. In two weeks' time. 
So and um, so right after. So no, again, right before the Rumble. So yeah, exactly. So if there, oh wait, so the title won't be on the line before the Rumble. Exactly, it's going to be on the line the next take or before the WrestleMania in Dallas. Aha. Okay. Yes, that's going to be the title. Match. That just answered a lot of questions. Okay. Yeah. Now you know. Well, so, so we know at least five people aren't going to go in the Royal Rumble. Exactly. <laughs> And we have a backstage segment uh, for the, the 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 women's battle royal that's going to be the main event for the evening. And we had Nia Jax. Just tell me Ava Marie didn't win. Wait a moment. I'm coming to that. I save it. I save it. I save your angst for that. Um, we had a backstage segment with Nia Jax and the, the doctor shaking her throat because Bailey shocked her. Fuck out of her at the latest takeover in London that we talked about. That was about like that. a year and a half ago, and she's still suffering from a throat injury? Yeah. And even Marie says, hey, honey, I'm going to take your place. I'm going to win this for both of us, you see. And I just, you fucking cunt. I hate you. <laughs> you could take your red hair and you know what. Um, after that, we had... Um, we had a year-end awards for 2015, and Finn Balor took home three ring bales. Two ring bales you have in gold. So you had him as the male competitor of the year and match, uh, not match of the year, um, male competitor of the year and, what was it, uh, arrival of the year or something like that. I don't remember exactly the award name, but uh, you had... Bailey and Sasha got the match of the year. For oh yeah, with, without a, without a doubt. Yeah, that was that, that was. Uh, and I thought this usually when you have the slamist, and I compared with NXT, NXT felt like the fans really got their vote in, and it was not rigged. Well, because you agree with all the votes. I mean, it's mm. not like you go, well, yeah. You have the superstar of the year. You have Roman Reigns. You have Brock Lesnar. Blah blah blah. You have this and this guy. And the guy you didn't supposed to win. Well, again, as good as Brock and um, and Roman was, Bailey and Sasa made you forget it was a wrestling match. It was a pro wrestling match. You watched like art in the ring. You actually yeah. felt every little thing. And for someone who wasn't a Bailey fan going into that match, I walked out going, "Oh God, let me buy her T-shirt because she needs money for medical bills." <laughs> You know, that match felt like you had the steamboat and flare, almost. It yeah, it, it had that match. believability, whereas Brock yeah. and Roman was like, oh, dude, he's killing them. Yeah, and he's <laughs> the fuck, dude? <laughs> and, I know he's uh, The Rock's cousin, but shit. The tag team of the year were Big Enzo and Cass. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And runner-ups were Mojo Rollins. Mojo Rollins and uh, Myers' kid. Uh, well, was uh, yeah his tag team partner, Jobber, gimmick, uh, <laughs> the guy who is you know Long Island Ice T that guy. Oh Z. Yeah yeah the Jobber gimmick. Um, and we had where all uh, my bros at at home playing Madden yeah. or something not watching. Yeah, it. and the second now I remember what that word he, he got the award for best paint or. How do you say it? How do you say it for his uh, demon thing when he does the paint, body best, paint? Probably best gimmick or something. Yeah, best gimmick for 2015. Uh, female competitor of the year was Bailey. 
and she was happy. I'm like, oh, thank you, guys. That was my that's my default. So yeah, uh, she's gonna be the female John Cena. So watch and learn. Oh watch and God, learn. I hope I really don't want to see Bailey come out. Ding, 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 ding. Now, but, you know, I'm afraid that she. Winnie is playable too, Ben. <laughs> she's gonna be the female John Cena. And, you know, because he's selling well, those packages. the kids, and she does look like she's 12, so I guess yeah. that works. Yeah, that's That's because, and we're going to like her now, but in 10 years, we're going to hate her. You know what? The turn on Cena, like. Uh, anyhow, and uh, we had, uh, what were more awards they had? They had, uh, I think they had uh, Impact of the Year, Joe, Samoa Joe. <laughs> And so Samoa Joe didn't, uh, he wasn't there to reclaim his prize. <laughs> he doesn't like that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, he's not, he's not into awards. No, no, he's not into that kind of fucking shit. So Baron Corbin took it. <laughs> Anyhow, um, after that we had a singles match. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Danny Birch and um, Mark Stone from Britain originally. And... Uh, Good match, uh, intense. Uh, Dan and Bush really hit him with a right hand. I mean, not a worker punch, a right hand. <laughs> he dropped, he dropped Kiampa. Holy shit! <laughs> I say, as I said to this, yeah, they're good. They're, they're, they're getting stiffer. <laughs> he really laid him in <laughs> with a right hand. They probably figured I'm gonna, I'm gonna juice it up a little bit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably said, hit me with your best right hand or something. And he probably did and went, ah, fuck, dude. It hurts. (laughs) So you don't do that no more. (laughs) No. No, Kiampa won uh, via a a version of the armbar instead of, you know, the, yeah, he pulled it up and stretched it up. You know, if if you're laying on the ground and you have the arm up in the air and he bent the fingers. Like a sit out? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy tapped quick. Well, quick, quick, quick. Yeah, because your arm's not supposed to bend that way. No. <laughs> and he hit him with the panda knee. He caused it. The panda knee? Yeah, he, he has five dis- different knee strikes. The panda knee, the yoga bear knee. <laughs> you, you know that Tomas Campa is a little bit odd. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's a screwball. He's, he's, he's a Sicilian psychopath for Milwaukee. <laughs> Uh, he won the match. Uh, good, good, good match. And then we had um, Big Cass and Enzo Moore talk about Dawson and Dash. This is how they sound. Uh, Cass. We are not finished with you yet. Unfinished business. Unfinished. How you doing? How you doing? We're gonna do you queen style, motherfuckers. Yeah, that's we are the original OG, and then Enzo begins talk. I know that we're gonna fuck you up like Big Cass's Wang is fucking Carmela every night. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, apart any b- breaking ground, he was talking about Big uh, Big Cass's dick, and he said like uh, every every time he's in he's in the bathroom, I can hear when he's taking shit. You can hear his wang drop in the water. That's how big it is. I'm like, oh my god. 
In which case, you wouldn't be able to fit in all those tights. Oh, moving on. <laughs> yes, uh, that's a little bit the information we got from Enzo. <clears throat> um, then we had Dash and uh, Dash and Dawson. Dash and Dash, Dash and Dawson versus uh, the Ascension, and they fucked the Ascension in the ass. Oh, so the Ascension to bump back down to NXT. Yeah, they're back in NXT, and they are jobbers. the second time around? No, third yeah, time around. Because Vince doesn't like those two. Well, no, of course not. No, Triple H loved those guys, but Vince doesn't love those guys. And uh, the Ascension got dildos up their ass, so they can feel their own breakfast, or something like that. They got fucked. Sausage for breakfast. Mmm. Anal style. Anal style, real hard. The, the, the finisher that Dash and Dawson has is that they're doing a... They whip there in, in, in the Irish whip, and they're doing the flapjack, but he's doing the lung, blow, lung blower, you know, that thing. They call the backstabber in WWE. Yeah. The lung blower. And when it comes down on his chest, so he, all his chest is like... <gasps> gone. He's, all, he's, he's drawn out there, and uh, it's a fucking awesome finisher. <clears throat> it almost looks like... Um, JJ and Gable's finisher when he does that uh, he pumps it up and he does the on the way down it's, it's, it almost looks like the street fighter guile when he does the, the, the back suplex or the German suplex in the air if you know what I mean yeah that that's maneuver uh, what do we have then we have the the, <laughs> the drifter Elias Samson uh, there's another guy that came back and got a new gimmick. So now he's walking around with a guitar, and he, he's like an odd, odd fellow. He <laughs> uh, he's a he's an all right wrestler. I mean, he's he's all right talker. Uh, his new gimmick that he's like a he's a wanderer, a drifter. I mean, you know, walking around. Well, obviously, yeah. Sleeping on a place, yeah, sleeping on the bridges, blah blah blah, and. Um, the guy is, uh, <laughs> he's, 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 you gotta see his character. Uh, you gotta see his, you gotta see him, DM, if you have the chance. Elias Sampson, the drifter. Uh, he, he did his in-ring debut in London where he did a, like, like a hail to the king, you know, the top rope elbow. And now he had like a corkscrew neck breaker finish. So apparently they switched him up for some reason. But the, the, the match was a squash match and he, Face of a fucking nobody. <laughs> Local jobber. Uh, and what did we have in the meantime? Oh, the Battle Royal. This was the last segment of the night, and I was sure that I was telling myself, this is gotta be Askas to win. I mean, she's the odds on favorite. She's the best goddamn female wrestler on the planet right now. She didn't win. No what? She didn't win. Uh, Eva Marie tossed her over the top rope at the end. And she, uh, I thought she was the winner. But Carmella won the whole thing. You know, yep. I almost put my foot through the goddamn floor. 
Yeah, I know that. But, you know, afterwards, uh, Bailey comes running down and hugs Carmelo. Oh, we're going to have a bash. You're going to leak your county. You're going to leak mine. You know, I think uh, children playing outside my window would have been set on fire if you told me Eva Marie won the fucking Battle Royal. <laughs> the fucky thing is that when she tossed Asuka, but Asuka was, like, hang- hanging, and she kicked her in her back, so he lost the grip. So Eva Marie, like, <laughs> There you have it, you you wrestling bitch. Like I'm an entertainer. Before that, before they got to the ring, Asuka came after Eva Marie into the ring, and Eva Marie looked like pissed because Asuka got the more attention and more li- and she more likable than Eva Marie. <laughs> no, <laughs> no brainer there. And she just gave uh, a nudge to Eva Marie, like, "Come on, bitch, let's fight in the ring." And then Eva Marie at the end tossed her over, kicked her in the back, came up on the floor, and Carmella disposed of uh, Eva Marie. So now it's Carmella's the number one contender to Bailey's championship. And when when they zoomed in on Asuka, she looked like she was, what the fuck just happened? Did Eva Marie just dis- toss me over the top rope? God damn it. And... Um, and then she looked into the ring to Carmella and Bailey with that, you know, that smile, you know, that with, and, uh, but I think they're going in another route with Asuka, her versus Eva Marie or Nia Jax. Sorry. I know that Eva Marie, but the crowd went bananas when they tossed over that fucking bitch, Eva Marie. Can't stand so, that. Can't stand that. I, I know. I know that. You know that there, there's the Trojan horse from Vince McMahon because of total divas. You know. That. Yeah. Fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. W- what makes you hate Eva Marie? She's so a much? bitch. She's such a fucking bitch. She. I don't she like her. No. Here's the thing. Okay. Look, I'm gonna fucking admit this here. I mm-hmm. saw the first season of Total Divas just because I was fucking curious. Just because I wanted to see how stupid and idiotic it was, and I actually it made me hurt my head even more because it it, it, oh, it doesn't make any fucking sense because if they have an angle inside the fucking ring where I hate you and I hate you, and they beat the shit out of each other, and then uh-huh. they do that shit, and they go backstage, oh, we're friends. No, you don't do that. You just don't fucking do that. You don't show that they're friends behind you. You just don't fucking do that. But every time Ava came on the fucking screen, there was nothing about her that was appealing. I mean, I think fucking testicular cancer was more fucking appealing than her. At least it's fucking honest. Yeah, yeah. You know, she doesn't want to... She doesn't wrestle. She can't cut a promo worth of shit. Her ring entrance is... Is okay, um, but the the problem is she just she's a troublemaker. I don't like her at all. She does whatever the fuck she wants. She thinks she's the greatest fucking thing since sliced bread. And you have all this goddamn talent that's getting wasted because well, let's just put the spotlight on her for a little while. No, get her off the fucking television. I can't stand her fucking ass. The day she drops dead flat on a slab will be a day I fucking praise. I cannot fucking stand her cuz everything I've seen from her I do not like at all. She said you said to she's me that 100% she, phony. Yeah, you said to me that she plays a wrestler. She plays a wrestler. No, stop playing a wrestler. Be, be. a wrestler. Don't play a wrestler. She got way over way too fast. Vince looked over and went, "Oh my god, look at the tits and ass. Look at the tits on her." Get Max yes. on the phone and get her on Maxim Magazine. Yeah. Like her Look third week in the company, she was already in magazines. It's like, stop it. Get the fuck out of here. Mm. So you don't think that she's there to be a great wrestler? And to no, she's not. 
No, she's not. She's absolutely fucking not. Get the fuck out. Get, she's there to get a porn contract. I don't think she's there to get a porn contract. She just needs to go into any no. back alley for that. But Yeah, I hope that they reconsider with her and her plans because... Uh, You've watched her wrestle, Strata, regrettably. Yeah, You've watched her wrestle. Her. She's, she's not improving. She, she, I mean, she, she, she botched even a kick or a punch. And those are the easiest things to do in a wrestling ring. And if you can't do the basics, you shouldn't be in the fucking ring, let alone in NXT, where, well, we know you're still learning, but you know what Sarah DeRay said to her? You know what Sarah DeRay said to her? Yeah, I'm going to set you on fire, bitch. Yeah, I said that if you even can can do a worker punch or a kick or a hip toss or a arm bar or simple things, you're you're not meant to be in the ring. She's kept around for a reason. And she finally complained and said that Sarah was hard on me, blah, blah, blah. To the trainers. It's like, fuck you, Ava. Sarah Del Rey is is hard on me. You know, fuck you. She's the greatest wrestler alive. Yes. You know, there's a reason why WWE went, you know, let's pick her up and teach our women how to wrestle. Because she's the fucking best. Mm. She's essentially the Ronda Rousey of pro wrestling. Yeah. But she was too hard on me. Then get yeah. the fuck out of the ring. And and now that and now that Sarah doesn't wrestle anymore, Asuka is the in my opinion, she's the best female wrestler out there. Right now Asuka is, yes. Yes, yes, yes. But as far but as Eva Marie is concerned, no, set her on fire and get her off my fucking television. Yeah, and that was NXT for this week, my friend. Alright, so while I go cool off, why don't we get into SmackDown? Okay, um, we're in Lafayette, Louisiana. In white country, bitch. The white country, goddammit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're gonna be, Alex, uh, Alex, didn't he say on Raw, you're in my town now, bitch? Oh, yeah, he was, uh, when they were, when they were in Louisiana. Yeah. Um. Uh, they said something, and he said, he's like, not in my town. <laughs> he got a huge pop for that. Which is funny, because he's from Florida. But, uh... <laughs> it's a Florida, but, the, Florida but the character China. is from Louisiana. Yeah, but it's funny that the pop he got when he said, uh, you're in my own town now, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, he's all... I mean, he sounds like he's on 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 Mary Jane twenty four hours and eating Popeyes from uh, Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. They're they're in the Cajun Dome tonight, so uh, mm. Cajun country. Um, Spicy. Yeah, and uh, so th- and tonight the Dudley Boys are going to take on Luke Harper and Eric Rowan of the Wyatt family, uh, and a tables match. The first. In like four years on SmackDown, as they're billing it. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, Kalisto is going to defend the United States Championship in a rematch against Alberto Del Rio. Neville and Dean Ambrose are going to team up against Sheamus and Kevin Owens. Uh, 
I still wish they would bring back Adrian to the Neville name. Uh, nah, me too. Uh, also, they're outside the cage dome, and uh, <laughs> yeah, this is pretty funny. Renee Young is waiting for Dean Ambrose because she's like she wants to get an interview with him, and then suddenly this fucking pickup truck just comes flying out of nowhere. Just goes like. <laughs> and the the side the the passenger side door opens. Dean gets out and he he hits the top of the truck and the truck just screeches back out and drives off. <laughs> so so he just I guess he just hitchhiked here in yeah. some guy's truck. He's the drifter. <laughs> God damn. And uh, Renee tries to get a word, but uh, Dean's like, yeah, well, I'm going to the ring. I'm going to the ring, and I suggest Kevin Owens join me because I am not in the fucking mood for bullshit. Kevin Owens, you need to hear this because you're a son of a bitch, and I'm a fighter, and you're a prize fighter, and fuck you. Look, we're going to the ring. I'm going to the ring right now. And so his music hits. He heads out to the ring, and... uh Oh, I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, uh, Didn't uh, Kevin Owens came out to challenge? Yeah, yeah. I'm know. just trying to. Or, or was it? Uh, He's going through his notes. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Going my notes. I'm trying, to, <laughs> trying to catch up to where I was at there. There's a bunch of bullshit in between that doesn't even need to be mentioned. Um, okay. Tell, so, tell DM about that truck in the beginning. Oh, he already did, so. Yeah, oh, okay. you heard did, it. Did okay. you watch? No, I've been here. Yeah, well, I mean, did you did you see SmackDown, though? No, I didn't see SmackDown. But but. You <laughs> that was great. That one part, just because he, he came up in a pickup truck, hopped out, and it flew off down the street. But, yeah. Uh, well, that's something. Yeah, he just came in. I guess he hitchhiked <laughs> with some jackass. Cheap ass um, bastard. <laughs> okay, so Dean's in the ring, and uh, uh mm-hmm. and he's like, "All, all right, everybody, drum roll, please." And he goes, and he's like, "Whoa, that actually worked, awesome!" And uh, and uh, he's like, "I have a huge announcement tonight." And uh, I just want to say, uh, I'm going to challenge Kevin Owens to a, what, a last man standing match at the Royal Rumble. And uh, Well, that's something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, actually, before he said that, he said, oh, wait, there's something missing. Kevin Owens, get out of here because I need to say this to your face. Kevin Owens didn't show up, so then he announced the last man standing match. And then, um, Sheamus showed up, and, uh, he's like, well, you're not Kevin Owens, go away. And, uh, and Sheamus is like, no. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> you bumped my fucking head to a post on Monday Night Raw, you asshole. Oh, he hit him so hard, he lost his accent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Irish, and I break faces. I'm the last king. 
that's more British. If throw, in some, yeah. throw in some Becky there. I'm the lost kicker. <laughs> can, can we all agree not to do any Irish accent from now I on? I can't promise anything. It's too hard. It's too hard for both of us. It's too hard. Oi, fella. <laughs> Oi, fella. I'm Irish. You know me break your faces. And goddamn, I'm so fucking Irish. Oh, I got red hair. Oh. I'm gonna marry Becky Lynch. Oh no, he's not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Guarantee <you> that. Nah. <laughs> uh, uh, what was it? He picked up a bike. He's like. I'm not Kevin Owens, mm. but you know what? Fuck you, you piece of shit. Because I'm not. Sounds like picked them up from the bar. <laughs> yeah, the steel bar. Do yeah. Do instead of normal accent, just do a drunk one whenever Seamus comes out. And I'm some some. <laughs> Respect uh, the hawk. Uh, Dean Ambrose is like, well, why should I give a fuck about anything you have to say? You, you made your stupid little ass, you know, League of Nations Treehouse Friendship Club, and well, fuck you. I don't, I don't even want to deal with you. Go to hell. And, uh, and Seamus is like, oh, I'm tired of you, some bitch. You got you piece of shit. God damn it, motherfucker, you have... It's oh, this I for me to die, Let me get another drink. <laughs> you know, it's... It, 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 Superstars, <laughs> Royal Rumble, something or other, goddamn, I'm going to be champion. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like Jeff Hardy when he come out to fight. <laughs> I'm a champion. Sounds like Jeff Yeah, I'm a champion, yeah, man. I, I'm so I'm so high, goddammit. Matt, Matt, make me some toast. <laughs> You're going from the high fella to make, like to the high fella <laughs> to the high fella. Some toast. Uh, yeah, uh, you're, you're going from Irish, uh, the, the the basic Irish to to the page Norwich accent. <laughs> cool, Alex. I'm gonna show up late to a pay per view and make Sting pissed. Uh. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what? You know what also made Dianne sour with Eva Marie? That's because he loves red hairs and she's a red hair. No, she's not. She's a blonde. Oh, she's like. All right, I know, I know, I know, I know. But that she's makes a maroon funny. dye job. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of maroon dye jobs, Seamus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, he mentions the stitches on his head because he, you know, fucked the, the ring post how many times? I mean, seriously, he just had sex with it so hard that his head split open. And, uh, don't ask me how that works. His face got pregnant and he had blood babies. <laughs> he had shameless blood babies. Hi, fella. Hi, fella. And there's little... Hey fella, I'm Seamus' baby! Oh god. That was a little Seamus' baby. Hey fella! 
like this luckily don't this luck luck on the side that call is on the show. <laughs> Lucky for us that call is on our own show, Lee. <laughs> oh God! Uh, he's anyway. Anyway, he's like, oh, I got this mark on my head, and oh, I'm gonna repay you, cause God, some bitch. I'm not planning to wait for no fucking rumble. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck you up right now, cause I'm Irish. And that's what I do. And uh, give me your French. Physical therapy is just how it works. I'm gonna beat you up until you cry. Uh, actually, I think Dean said that, but whatever. Uh, I'm gonna move on here. Yeah, move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, physical therapy, I'm gonna beat you up till you cry. Um, then finally Kevin Owens shows up. And, uh, Kevin Owens' voice is really easy to do because he ends every single um, uh, sentence like it's a question. Uh, hi, I'm Kevin Owens, and um, I just wanted to tell you that you're a piece of shit, and this is how I learned English, and I don't know why, but you're a cunt, and for some reason, this is just how I talk. He's <laughs> French-Canadian. Uh, but yeah, he's like... Uh, well, I'll tell you what, Dean. Um, consider your challenge accepted. Uh, I'm going to be at the Royal Rumble, and uh, uh, I'm going to bring my Canadian fans. And, uh, yeah, better watch out, because uh, we're Canadian, and Canadians do things. Yeah, we, we're hockey. We're good at hockey. Better watch out. Go and, uh, hockey. Yeah, we might we might skate on you, motherfucker. <laughs> and the uh, you know you know what you almost channeled your inner Kevin Steen when you did that. We did talk. You dropped a lot of f bombs and shit. If if you guys watch this promo, you're going to know how he really talks. Well, when catch that out. we'll catch that after the show. Yeah. Continue. Anyway, uh, they're going to have, they're going to hype up the tables match for, uh, the Dudley mm-hmm. Boys versus Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. And, um, Braun Strowman will be standing outside looking menacing. Um, uh, so after the commercial, that is exactly what happens. They have a tag team tables match. And, uh, it was it was it was decent. Um, I got to see that really cool spin kick that Rowan does again. Yeah, for a guy his size, he shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, um, and it was it was good up until the Wyatt family lost, and it's like I thought we were done with the Dudleys. I mean, the Wyatt family beat the Dudleys like forty five times, then they beat ECW twice definitively. No shenanigans, and then so it's like, okay, cool. We have we finally have a decent win underneath our belt here. Everything's good, and then they have this match. Why the are they gonna? It's fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. I don't understand. Um, but uh, I guess I, maybe they'll this will lead to something. The Royal Rumble. Maybe they'll have a rematch. I don't know. Uh, but the fuck Vince McMahon. Um. 
assuming he made that decision, I bet he didn't because he likes the Wyatt family. I bet I bet it was that 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 guy that you all hate, Kevin Dunn. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Kevin Dunn. Need, he needs to get canister and die. I mean, he needs more than canister. That, 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 that was your words on Kevin Dunn. Yeah. Yeah. Dunn. He needs to get fucked. Because as far as I've heard, you know, Vince likes the Wyatt family. I mean, he mentioned Bray by name that one time on the podcast. He was like, Bray Wyatt's pretty fucking badass. Yeah. He kicks ass out there. You know, whatever. He has a beard. <laughs> <laughs> And a tattoo. Yeah. I like beards and I like tattoos. I like great men. Men who are pioneers. Like Bray Wyatt and <laughs> his beard. There need to be more people with beards. In fact, if we had more people with beards, I'd push them. What about Brian <laughs> Danielson? Who? <laughs> that 5'11 little geek. No, 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 no. I don't know. Who the hell are you talking about? Continue. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Um, uh, oh, yeah, there was a thing after the match. I guess I should have mentioned that. There was so a it thing. Wasn't, it wasn't completely shit, because the Wyatt family basically, as soon as the match was over, they were pissed, and they beat the shit out of uh, the Dudleys. And... Um, they yeah they just, they they um they set up the table so that they could walk on to the announce table and double choke slam uh, Bubba through tables on the ground so that was kind of cool and then uh, Bray Wyatt came on the PA system and he's like follow the buzzards <laughs> and uh yeah and then uh, they take us backstage with JoJo. Who is talking to Callisto? And uh, they're about like, the same age, same height. Uh, yeah, you know, I was surprised that JoJo was actually a little bit shorter because yeah. Callisto was like fucking three feet tall. Uh, <laughs> I expected I expected us not to be able to see him on the camera. <laughs> Thought they were going to have to put a magnifying glass on and just point it down. Uh, hey, that that's El Burrito. <laughs> El Dorito. El Dorito. El Dorito Patron. <laughs> okay, uh, anyway, so JoJo's talking to Kalisto, and uh, and she's like, so what's it like being the U.S. champ? Everything's going your way. And uh, Kalisto's like, well, I tell you, it's very nice. It's very nice being the U.S. champ. I cannot believe it. I'm the, I'm the goddamn U.S. champ. Look at this. I have the U.S. championship, and because this is the land of opportunity. I, I never thought that I could be a WWE superstar, but then one day I saw Eddie Guerrero, and and he was a small man like me, only five feet taller, and <laughs> and he did so much. Eddie Guerrero was amazing. He was amazing, and then I saw, I saw Rey Mysterio. Oh my God! What a man! I could have. I mean, he's just. Um, uh, uh, don't don't. Uh, I hope my wife isn't watching. I didn't say I wanted to fuck him or anything. But uh, 
But damn, Rey Mysterio, he is so fucking hot. I mean, he is so good. He was just a little tiny little man, just like me. And, and, and look what he did. Look what he accomplished. It is amazing. And now, and now, I am the next Rey Mysterio. And, uh, and I'm gonna go out there. And I'm gonna defend this U.S. championship. I'm gonna beat Alberto Torrio's ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna beat the six foot three man's ass. Yeah, and he's. I mean, it's like okay, so it's a one foot tall man versus a six foot three man. Oh yeah, and it's, <laughs> and it's like how how much does Kalisto weigh 170 pounds or things uh, about 20 pounds <laughs> <laughs> and then Rio is like 240 pounds <laughs> oh man well he weighs about 10 pounds less because you know yeah. he lost the time yeah, yeah. exactly one, one one burrito sandwich later Dario lost weight Kalisto found it yeah <laughs> Eat fresh. U.S. title. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, after that, they're going to have an eight-man tag match. The Social Outcasts, which are Heath Slater, Curse Axel, Bo Dallas, and Adam Rose. Versus Gold Dust, Damian Sandow, Jack Swagger, and Zack Ryder. So finally, this was basically every jobber in the company versus each other. Yeah. And finally, they got a... Got a didn't they got a new theme song on Rose? <laughs> Outcast. I think they had uh, one on Raw, actually, but uh, okay, uh, because that because be, in the beginning didn't they have like he says, "Well, I'm one mad band." Yeah, they were that was, that. They were still using the three man band music. Really? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Heath Slater has been using the three man band music for like three years, uh. <laughs> even though <laughs> even though they were all fired. Jinder <laughs> <laughs> Mahal and three making it. Yeah, but the, the new song... It's another it's another, it's another. another rock song because Heath Slater's... The One Man Band, baby! <laughs> Mr. Miller. Mr. Miller. Anyway, um... Uh... I think it's just the important thing to, to note here. Not that the match was bad or anything. Bo Dallas got the pinfall and they won. I am so happy now. Yes. <laughs> yes. I will take that. <laughs> yeah, You're weak uh, mate, buddy. Heath Slater was standing on the apron, and he was, like, getting the crowd to try to cheer for him, and and, and Bo did the running Bo dog and knocked Heath off the apron, but he got the pinfall <laughs> with it. And so Heath Slater's like, man, what the fuck's going on? And, uh, <laughs> and then he looks up, and he's like, oh, god damn, we won! Hell yes! <laughs> Did he look like surprised or like what? He was like, "We won! <laughs> Holy shit! Social outcast, baby!" Oh, I can see T-shirt sales right now. And I, I like how the commentary team is actually treating them like they're not shit. <laughs> they're actually kind of giving them props. They're like, all four of these guys aren't awful, even though they are. Um, but they're like. Yeah, these guys could actually do some things, and so far they have. They beat Dolph Ziggler, and they beat uh, a bunch of jobbers. But, you know, with respect to those jobbers, it was Goldust and uh, 
Jack Swagger, who were both uh, Goldust was a he was a bunch of champions, and Jack Swagger was. Hey, those were premier jobbers. Yeah, yeah. Zack Ryder was there, who's worth absolutely nothing, uh, <laughs> and Damian Sandow was there, uh, but he's never won anything. I think he had. Did he have the tag titles with Cody? I think or for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that guy, that that guy is totally. And he's a former mini Money in the Bank winner too. And yeah, everyone forgot about that because the, the curse. They fucked it up. Yeah, it was ooh, yeah. The curse of the Money in the Bank DM. Yes. Um. Oh my God, we're heading to that thing again. Yeah, oh, we are. Ooh. Continue. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had the Kalisto versus Alberto the Rio match. Um, oh yeah, and you have to say Calisto. You can't say Calisto or Calisto. There's there's the proper Mexican way of saying it. I don't remember exactly how it was done, but it was like Calisto, and it's like God damn, you got to put a lot into that for a. They got to make him sound like a cholo. Like <laughs> it, was, it was JoJo that did it. JoJo was speaking perfect normal like American English, and then she went into Mexican for like. A split second to say his name. She's like, "Oh, how are you doing, Calisto?" And then she speaks normal English. Afterwards. She w- she went in Mexican mode for one second. No, and you then... know what it is? SmackDown is taped, right? Yeah. So they did the yeah. taping, and someone went, "I don't like that." Dub over it. Calisto. <laughs> it's a dub over. It's like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Calisto to the. <laughs> 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 that's that's like that when when you have the crowd chants, you know the yeah. Or, it's just dub uh, over. That's what it is. His yeah. is the dub over. <laughs> anyway, this was actually a really good match. Um, if I I had known about the spoiler ahead of time that Alberto was getting it back, because everybody was like, "What the fuck? Why is he getting it back?" So, uh, but yeah, it was actually it was good. And, uh, That's so sad. <laughs> yeah, As I was saying fifty-fifty booking. I mean, why give it back when you already won it? Barrett was out I... there for some reason, uh, even oh. though he's like um, injury incarnate. Uh, well, Kalisto, I'm afraid I have some bad news. You just lost. <laughs> <laughs> and. uh the title. He was there, he was <laughs> there to distract. Which now you can go back to Mexico, you little Tijuana bean. Tijuana bean. That's so sad. Uh, I feel sorry for Callisto now. I mean, I mean, he's. I mean, we know that he would be fine. So he did this big fucking promo about Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio and how yes. he, and he just to lose. Yeah, that is bullshit. Guerrero <laughs> about how great he was, then Rey Mysterio, and yeah. Well, went, one of them. Well, here's the problem. One of them died, and the other just left the company. That's you know, why he lost. You know, he he took over. He took. He did the Bray Wyatt way. Cut a promo, have a match, lost. No, see, he should never have mentioned Rey Mysterio because, like, he mentioned That's Rey. A- that fucker left. Fuck him. I mentioned Eddie. He's dead. Fuck him again. Yeah. Poor Callisto. But yeah, uh, at first time he got put into the cross arm breaker, he stayed in a long time and managed to get out. Then uh, Barrett's like, I'm afraid I've got some bad news! And uh, he distracts him. And uh, 
he didn't get out that time. He Wait a minute, he's Barrett? Like instantly. Okay, so Barrett is back. Is back to that bad news, Barrett gig? Oh, I have no idea. We just kind of, I just kind of inserted that. All in. right, but that would that would save his career. I think he would go back to. I don't, I don't think anything will save his career. <laughs> no, I know, but I hope that because he's uh he's okay. He's an, he's so he's so injury prone. I'm feel sorry for the guy. If I he mean, just if he could just stay as like some kind of talker of some kind, manager, funny shit. Like what he was doing when he was bad news bear when he would come up on the podium that was like taller than everybody and talk shit. <laughs> Twenty feet tall. <laughs> yeah, that was great. If he could just keep doing that. I that would be fine. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, he lost, and now he's no longer U.S. champion. And uh, but I imagine the, uh, in fact, they might have even said it. I don't remember, but I imagine they'll probably do a rematch at the Royal Rumble or probably. And uh, hopefully, he'll keep it this time. Uh, yeah. I have a problem with that hot potato thing with the titles when they're switching back, back and front, like that. I mean, what's the purpose of having him either win on Raw, then lose it on SmackDown, and then win it again at the Rumble? What, what's the point? What's the logic behind that? It doesn't make sense? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't understand how wrestling works. I just watch it. No, no but I, <laughs> Probably I mean, better that way. But you you don't like that the fifty fifty booking either, do you? Oh, I'm not a big fan of it, so I I tend not to. <laughs> I try not to think of it. <laughs> yeah, and you don't like either the the hot potatoing with titles either. No, I don't. So again, I'm just gonna just hold my head and go. Well, it was fun while it lasted. Mm, poor guy, cut a cut a greatest promo of his life. <laughs> losing. Lost. Are you losing? What? Oh my god! <laughs> Shit. Okay, um, uh, they talk about the whole, oh yeah, they had, they did the Sting video package, and blah, 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 and then they have Renee Young, uh, with Becky Lynch backstage, and, uh, and they're talking about how Ric Flair got involved and shit, and, and, uh, Lynch grabbed her tights and all that, and, uh, and uh, Becky's like, I was shocked. I was fucking shocked. This wasn't the Charlotte I knew. She is a cunt licker now. A cunt licker. <laughs> My best friend just beat me because I beat her in a match. She just started punching me. God damn it. I need a point. A point. Oh. <laughs> and, uh... Do, uh... Don't you guys see the Irish contention coming? I mean, Seamus, Balor, and her. That ain't gonna happen because it makes too much sense. Oh, yeah. Continue. I, uh, Becky says they're gonna have a match for the Divas Championship, and she's gonna have... Uh, there's a... There's gonna be a good old Irish last kicking, and uh, then she walks off with that glorious ass. And, uh, yes. 
Yes, she yes. does. <laughs> I like all her outfits. They're really sexy. I like her hair. She's just a very pretty person. Yes. I second that. And uh, she's she 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 seems very gentle and and, and nice. No, I don't want gentle. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you, okay, you want you want that bitch. All right. Damn. Damn. Yeah. No, not damn. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, Alex. Before I get in trouble. They have a they have a Brie Bella versus Becky Lynch match. And, oh, is this actually uh, gonna happen? And uh. Uh. Uh, it was pretty quick. Uh, Becky just locked in the disarmor uh, pretty quick into the match and made Brie tap because it's just it's Brie. Uh, <laughs> you know that, that, that that's that, wrong. <laughs> that that is exactly that the 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 the, the thing that Tommaso Ciampa won with exactly that one. The disarmor. Yeah, this armor like as uh, Becky does it. So, um, well, continue. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they uh, they mentioned they did one of those real life facts things that I didn't know about. This is one I didn't know anyway. This is real life fact. Seamus was a former. Uh, Security guard for U2's Bono, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, hey. they did one with Dolph Ziggler too on Raw." Though, did you know that Dolph Ziggler has a fourteen-inch dick? Ask Nikki Bella. I remember <laughs> it was about his co- comedy career. Or something. Yeah, it was something with it, comedy. You know, you know, you almost said it. It was about his com cockity comedy club. I'm just imagining those now. <laughs> Every time we get a real fact, it's something awful. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that Rusev doesn't drink his milk and cereal? Did you know that Rusev once had sex with a goat? Twice. <laughs> Twice. Okay. Twice. Did you had- know that? You know that- <laughs> Facts next week, Lana. Did you know that Lana had crabs twice? With a goat. At Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> yeah. She <laughs> plug. Continue. Yeah. Popeyes, <laughs> Louisiana, fresh. Fresh crabs. Was the best mm-hmm. kind. Um. Uh, okay. So anyway. Um, they're gonna have the main event now, which is Sheamus and Kevin Owens versus Neville and Dean Ambrose. And, um, this was a wacky little, fun little shindig. Uh, kinda long, but it's not a bad thing. Um, I wouldn't say anything super amazing happened, but it wasn't, it was, it was fun enough and, uh, Naturally, the faces won. I mean, it was it just made sense. And, you can uh, smell it a mile away. Yeah, and uh, oh yeah, um, Sheamus and Owens—they like continued to beat up Ambrose, okay, even at, even though the the faces because it was a disqualification win. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so they were beating them up to begin with, 
and uh, Ambrose hits Dirty Deeds on Kevin Owens, and then uh, oh yeah, Neville was like was like uh, yeah, good luck. <laughs> he was trying to get Dean to, mo- to he was motioning to Dean to pull him over to the corner so he could do the red arrow on him, and so finally Dean was like, oh. I get it. <laughs> and he drags him <laughs> over there and he does the red arrow on him. And I should mention also that during this whole night, um, King was even more of a heel than he was last week. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, he was making fun of Kalisto for being short so much. He's like, and, and he's like, you know what? I've never seen Hornswoggle and Kalisto in the room at the same time. And, uh, and you know what? Kalisto's so short, I could, I could, Sit on him or... I don't know. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I get so... Uh, he was just... It was just... He was disrespectful as hell to all the faces and, and especially short people. Like, when we got the devil, he's like, oh, great, another short guy, fucking loser, motherfucker. <laughs> and he just starts bursting out into just all these insults. It, it, and, I mean, it was a long time ago since King was a heel. Yeah, and he's slowly getting back into the groove. Because last like week it was a little odd, but he's getting there. What do you and, like about uh, it, damn, that King is starting to be a heel Oh, it's again. about time because, you know, heels. Yeah, we need them. And we also had, uh, what's his name, uh, Ar- Arello or something? Mauro Renalo. Mauro Renalo. Mauro, yeah. Mauro Umbrella. He continues to be... The highlight of SmackDown because <laughs> he is so hype. He's like, he's like, uh, holy shit, Suplex! They fucking killed him! And it's like, <laughs> it's just, God damn! Did you see that? Brought to you by the letter W. Holy fuck! And, uh, can, yeah. can you imagine Mauro Ronaldo if, if he's going to be in the next WWE 2K17 game or uh, something? No, they won't put him in there yet. They... Holy shit! Did you see that move? Beep! Sorry, folks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I agree. It makes SmackDown pretty fun. He's, he's energetic. I mean, and he calls the moves. He says something like, you know, when do a side <laughs> cover or a back cover, he does, he does side press, back press, you know, that kind of thing. What a lariat! Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I think that mm, maybe Vince and Don doesn't like when he calls Ah, fuck it. Just let him do whatever he wants. That's Smackdown? That's Smackdown. Ah, I figured more would have happened, but, no, oh well, fuck it. You said something about getting in trouble, DM. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, well, that's going to be it. Uh, for this week's episode of Beyond the Math. The only thing um, that we talked fact. about earlier was a yeah, fact. My ass is in trouble. Um, a lot of wrestlers are getting injured, so I'm curious if the... Oh, I don't want to know what the hell's going on, because all these wrestlers are getting injured and hurt, and when John Cena's out for, like, 11 years, you know, for torn rotator cuff, and Cesaro's out for the same length of time, and... And Rollins goes out. It might be time to look at the schedule and go. Let's take a trim break. it down a bit. You know, trim it down because when more days off. When your top guys are getting hurt, it, that's a problem. And we get into this Royal Rumble where it's like the Royal Rumble being presented to you by Lou's Bouncy Castle. You can have one too at parties for forty four ninety five. 
You know, isn't it better if they trim? You know, they're. I think they're wrestling or working almost 300 days a year or something, 260 or 270 or something like. Why wouldn't do a novel idea by? Trimming it down a little bit, having their seeing their family and rest up a little bit, and having more time off, then you can compete better yeah, if you're having more time you off. Know, even like I've heard people say, we should have an off season. And while it's not yeah. a bad idea, um, exactly. The only problem with an off season, though, is it it slows everything down. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is, you don't necessarily need an off season. You just you just need to rotate guys. You need to. Um, you need to let, you know, you have certain guys, have, you know, work on Monday instead of everybody working on Monday and Friday. Like, and like, we shouldn't see the same match twice or three times like we have been seeing. They should mm-hmm. be spread out so the guys don't have to wrestle as much. You mean the repetitive matches? Yeah, because there's a lot of those. There's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of rematches. Exactly. Place the book. And they also need to like, maybe, maybe take take off like they can switch who's going to be at house shows instead of everybody going to everyone and you know just let guys take time off yeah that might be something to do and I'm not saying you know you work for three months then get three months off I just think more so just like Alex said just rotate them more if you don't work Monday you're going to work Tuesday if you don't work Tuesday you're going to work the house show. If you don't work the house show, you know, give them at least some kind of rotation where they're not wrestling every fucking day. Exactly. Again, when you have Orton, Cesaro, and Cena, and Rollins, and who else got hurt? And Sting. And Sting. And you know, Tyson Kidd and Sankara. Kenta. <laughs> keep going. You know, it's Kenta. just this list just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and you look at two of those people and go, they never get hurt. What the fuck's going on? Exactly. So. As, as, as you were saying that, if you're doing like the shift thing as you're talking about, if let, let's say some guy doing the, all the, the live events and he doesn't need to do the overseas tour, for instance, in, Jur- in Europe or in Asia for some reason, those who works the live event tour, they doesn't need to work, go work and work overseas, for instance. Well, I think there, there, there should be a, an equal shuffling where, okay, yeah. you're Intercontinental Champion, you have to be on Raw. You're U.S. Champion, you have to be on SmackDown. Um, you're World Champion, sorry, you have to be on both. But you don't have to wrestle each one. You know, just Yeah, but make, back in the old days, the champion who was the champion, let's say the NWA champion, Flair, he wasn't always on the shows. He was like one, he was in the territories or territories to bet to beat the best guy, but, and you know that Hogan, as the champion in the 80s, he wasn't on the superstar show or regular program. No, he only did main event house shows and pay-per-views, and the house shows were, is it Madison Square Garden? Yeah, I'll be there. Is it New Jersey? Yeah, I ain't going. Yeah. You know, he wanted the, he wanted, honestly, he wanted the big houses, and, you know, why show up at a 4,000-seat arena when you can fill in a 16,000-seat arena? Come on. So that might be a route that they might have to go do more exactly wrestler ro- do more wrestler rotation. Exactly. Do the same thing with the, ch- the current champion that the trains doesn't need to wrestle every show. Yeah, because even Roman I'm waiting to get hurt. You know, he just show up at the Royal Rumble and go, guys, look, I'm fucked. I My pinky toe. Look, I'm I'm dead. It's like you're wearing a bulletproof vest, how can you be fucked? With Brock Lesnar. 
And you had 50 guys beat the shit out of me prior. You assholes. Well, you know you're going to win because The Rock's going to help you win again. Oh, spoiler. Oh. <laughs> That's going to do it all for this week's episode of Beyond the Mat. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell us what you think about going into the Royal Rumble with people getting injured. And do you think that pro wrestling should have an off-season? Should there be a rotation? Or should they just say, fuck it, and all take a month off? Because, you know, they, they need to... They need the recovery. That's going to do it all for this week. We'll see you all next time.